and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates them too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! I'm looking down the hole, you're looking up at me You're cold and tired, that is easy to see Lower the rope to you, a bucket on the line Your membrane will be soft and smooth and your heart will be mine It rubs the lotion on its skin Or as it gets the hose again It's a happy little jam, man, it is I dig it I almost want to sing along with it, but I know we're being recorded. <laughs> it's a good Halloween song. The lip, the lip sync is, is good. Yeah. I, I like the way they time it. Yeah, with the video, that's good. Well, welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. Today is Monday, October 31st. It's Halloween. It's the actual Halloween day. Yes. We, we released the Halloween episode earlier today but we're actually recording today on halloween as well we have a bowl of candy set out in front of the front door and with a sign that just says don't be greedy hopefully that'll work it won't it hasn't in the past well it's utah i mean yeah you know conservative ideals i mean greed is good isn't it (laughs) yeah they need to bleed the beast (laughs) oh that's right i forget i always forget that and it'll just trickle down Right. It'll just trickle down. You know, a couple of kids will take all the candy and they'll share it with all the other kids. Yeah. You would hope so, but that's, that's the way it works. It doesn't ever seem to really work out that way. I mean, keep hoping. Not that I've noticed any who. It's a faith based political system. Mm. Ah, so you have faith that the kids will hand out candy. Uh, I, I mean, the whole trickle down thing is based on faith. True. And, well, then you could just say that any, anything you believe is based on faith. Well, that's just trumped up. That sounds – it's trumped up well, trickle-down economics. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are certain economic systems that, that are that are based in, in facts. They're based in rationality and, and you know past experience and things like that. Sure. Thought we just jumped right into economics and politics. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is – finish the introduction. You know, you know what's kind of freaky about today? This is episode 130, Fun with Numbers. Divide that by 10, it's number 13 on Halloween. Oh. oh. Ar- arbitrary, arbitrary nonsense ties that you can make we, to different we things. We are fucked. <laughs> yeah. We're, it, it, it's going to be good, though. Lucky okay. number 13. And there's some other number you could divide it by where it will equal 6.6. And I will not yeah. be demoted on the fucking... <laughs> 
<laughs> on the Two Skeptical Chaps show just because I said lucky number 13, goddammit. Because <laughs> we're just having fun. <laughs> I don't really believe that in whatever. <laughs> You're demoted. Are, are they unhappy with the 13 thing? Oh, no. So the the Two Skeptical Chaps, you know, yeah. they, they offer this uh, – you become an agent. agent. You become oh. agent number whatever and then you get a rank as well. Oh, okay. And Tamel had been sending them stories and had earned a rank of something. Like, he was like number 12 or something. Yeah. And, and had gotten his rank. So he, they gave him a number, agent number, whatever, and then gave him a rank. And then he sent him a reply after listening to the show. And he's like, Hey, thanks. That's great. I, I, I really appreciate that. That's, that's awesome. You know, whatever number they had assigned him is my lucky number. <laughs> number. And so they were, they were talking about that on the show and they're like, and now we have to demote you (laughs) because that's not very skeptical of you. (laughs) Uh, Poor guy. And now, so now it's kind of been a running joke on their show that they bump him up and down in rank, depending on if he sends them in a story or if he, (laughs) if they like it or don't like it. (laughs) Or he says something faith based. Okay. It's kind Uh. of funny. Uh, we have just a bunch of news stories for this evening. Yeah. Uh, we had the Atheist of Utah Halloween party on Saturday. I was at work. It was a lot of fun. You missed out. There were a couple of people there who said they knew you. Yeah. they. I actually asked them because they said, hey, I, I'm like, they're getting Halloween costumes and they're newer to the area and stuff and they're atheists. And then so you're going to the Atheist of Utah Halloween party tonight? And they're like, I just saw that. We were going to go down and go to uh, the uh, Rocky Horror Pistol Show thing at 1130. We might stop by there beforehand. Oh, awesome. I said, if you go, make sure you get some of Dan's chili. <laughs> so where did you meet them or see them? I've just met uh, there, uh, the one Sarah, she works at the uh, uh, Santa Examiner. Yeah. And do you work? Um, but how do you know them? I went on a date with her. Oh. A while back, so. Oh, nice. They seemed very nice. Yeah. yeah. They came over and said hi and said they listened to the show and you said, I think, I think they mentioned that you said to get some chilies. So. Yeah. And I can't remember if there was any left at the time. But but that was the other that was the other headline story from Saturday is that as predicted, call me Nostradamus, Nostradamus, I won the chili co- the chili cook off yeah, and I got so I brought home the little trophy, I and it's a lovely trophy. Yeah. I'm very proud of my accomplishment. Thank you very much. Let me just dust off my shoulders here. <laughs> I'm not sure you're Nostradamus for it. <laughs> well, he did predict he was going to win. That's right. Well, yeah, but I could throw our predictions all the fucking day, and yeah. Well, you only count the yeah. ones that every, come true. Every now and then, one of them is going to come true. I mean, well, you don't count the other ones. A stopped watch is no, correct twice a day. I mean, no <laughs> good psychic counts their misses, Grant. Yeah. They don't report their misses. Come you on, remember our wins. Have Have you learned nothing from Glenn Beck? <laughs> <laughs> from Glenn Beck or any of the any of the failed political candidates who yeah. say that they were called to run by God and. Or or any of the apocalypse, pre, you know, preachers who. That's yeah. right. We were talking about Heaven's Gate earlier. Yeah. Segway. I don't know. <laughs> so you you put a link to the Heaven's Gate thing out on our deal. Yeah. There's some crazy fucking shit on there. Uh, there, yeah, HeavenGates.com. HeavensGate.com. Now, if you go to the second purple thing, statement by an ET. Just... <laughs> I don't know what kind of LSD they were doing, what kind of shrooms they were taking, what combination of drugs they were on. Presently incarnate? But, yeah. 
it's quite long, but like if you just read like the top part there where it says Jesus. Oh, it's it's really long. These are all excerpts from their book, their holy book. This is there's pages of even longer shit on it, but wow. they're, like they're saying all... like in the early 1970s, two individuals, my task partner and myself, from the evolutionary level above human, the kingdom of heaven, uh, incarnate into, moved into, took over two human bodies that were in the in their 40s. I moved into the male body, and my partner, who is an old member of the level ab- above human, took a female body. We called these bodies vehicles, for they are simply served as physical vehicles, vehicular tools for us to wear while on a task among humans. They uh, they had been tagged and set aside for our use since their birth. I believe that was tagged and... Tagged, yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Tagged. Well, that's Wisconsin. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like, I thought I said I'm tagged. Giving you shit. <laughs> the, they they often call these bodies vehicles because they simply served as physical vehicular tools. Yeah. These people were clearly tools. <laughs> no, these are the it's leaders. They, this is coming. They were from, able to know this. The the tools are the ones that followed these two people. This is coming from their leader. Oh. Did did the the leaders killed themselves? Yeah. Also, right. That crazy. Big-eyed, bald-headed dude that looked fucking psycho. Megamind in a jogging yeah. suit. But, like, on the front page of their website, you can actually go and request their probably VHS tapes to make a copy of it for free. Well, this <laughs> this page was last edited January 1997. Uh, slightly, slightly edited. edited. Slightly edited, 97. And honestly, I mean, the page design, the whole site looks like the 90s. It looks 20 years old. Yeah. And where I had, it's got blinky text. Yeah. Oh my! Oh, it's not quite blink. It's not. It's a little, a little fancier than that. And it's all fucking Times New Roman too. That's terrible, terrible font choice for digital media. And stars in the background just fucking up everything. Green, yeah. It's all really terrible. How and when Heaven's Gate may be entered? Oh yeah, I was sitting at work reading through some of stuff. I'm like, wow, this is. Scary, to put it mildly. So when does Hale Bop come back? Uh, Hale Bop's like every like eighty years. It's a it's one of those long. No, okay. it wasn't one of those long. I have absolutely no idea. It's not anytime soon. I know that much. <laughs> um, but I had found this because so they have time to update their website. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> is I had found this because apparently there's two people that were told to stay behind. To monitor their website. Keep it updated? Keep it updated. They're doing a shit job. Yeah. No but doubt. apparently they still keep it alive because I bet they have to renew well, they, the- Yeah, they're registering So the that's domain. all they're doing is they just got to- They keep renewing and registering the domain so the website stays alive. Unlike, I mean, it's, unlike its followers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can't exactly go and edit the, uh, you know, words of their god. Uh-huh. Because they're not like every other well, religion. They, they probably don't have the password for it anymore. So <laughs> they probably can't even get they, it they just, to modify the text. They just got the old AOL email account up that yeah. gets the notice that they need to uh, to repay their $9 for the year for their yeah. website. Mm. Apparently, they haven't heard about HTML5 yet. So. <laughs> Grant's that's, in that's studio with us. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention the that. The Purple Dragon. In case, in case you haven't grown accustomed haven't to Grant's voice yet. by now. I've been on once or twice. Just a couple times. A couple of times. Once it was just two weeks ago when you were here last. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two weeks, and then we did before that two episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, and and being that tonight is Halloween, I figured that other people that we have as guests on would probably be out trick-or-treating with their young children. So he called me knowing I have no life. Yes. 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 That's exactly why. <laughs> we actually discussed this last week. Like, who should we get for next week? Oh, most people got lives. Oh, yeah. Most people have shit going on. Oh, who who God, does who, not have anything going on? Just, like, I'm we're twiddling his thumbs, waiting for Dan to call me. Oh, please. Did we talk about it? I think we did a little bit. Oh, did you? Oh, I just, just that it was going to be Halloween and we, you, it may be hard to find a guest. Yeah. I think. Well, we realized it was going to be Halloween today when we were leaving. When I was leaving your house, like, oh, shit, yeah. it's Halloween's next week. And who are we going to find for a guest? Because most people won't be able to make it. I'm like, oh, Grant's probably not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my kids are grown and gone. I don't, I don't have little children. Yeah, anymore. but did you did you have plans? I partied over the weekend. See, no, so I mean, Halloween parties are no. I, I, Grant's a party animal. I Halloween party over the weekend. I'm I'm not going to Halloween party on a Monday night. Grant typically stays well, up until what four in the morning or so? Yeah, no, three or four. And okay. I usual bedtime is two a.m., but sometimes it'll be four or five. I can't do that because that's when I got to like go to work. Yeah, well, I have to go to work at eight. But. Okay. That's why I have three alarm clocks. Oh, jeez. I almost fell asleep on work on the way to work the other day. Do you take naps during the day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a f- yeah, at my desk, at a red light. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At you a red don't? Light. In, the, in, the, in the bathroom stall. I mean, just where, wherever I can get a few uh, minutes of uh, Wherever I can find quiet. five minutes of quiet time. Everybody that's just why, thinks you take really long shit. That's why I love. That's why I love working from. I work from home three days a week. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can just kind of conk out for half an hour. Take little cat naps here and there. Yeah, they're they're nice. Yeah, they are nice. I've I've I very much appreciate naps, <laughs> especially <laughs> as you get older, right? Why well, I, I didn't want to quite go there, but yes, you're right. <laughs> I mean, we've we've talked about having to play Jenga with your balls. Yes. <laughs> Now you, now you have to take cat naps. <laughs> so, just don't let the pl- cats play Jenga with your balls while napping. <laughs> so let's see what 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 old man topic are we going to cover next time I come in? Um, let's see uh, the, the the many the benefits chicken, of chicken thing. The many ch- benefits of soup. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Benefits of soup. Oh, Gold Bond Medicated Powder. Man. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Hey, I stand by that one. stuff, too. Oh, yeah. If you work in a hot environment, Gold Bond Medicated Powder is the oh, shit. Oh, no doubt. I mean, it's- It's like peppermint on your balls. You rub that shit. It's like Elsa the Ice Queen. It's like tongue yeah. in your asshole. It's like, oh. Are you putting it on your asshole? Well, you just open your front of your trousers up and just dump it in there. Just pour it all is in that, there. I is mean, that where your asshole is? No, but it's it's eventually going to make it around to the asshole if you're pouring that much in. It's it's going to make its way there. You just pour it in. You pat your butt a little bit, and it makes its way right up the crack. Uh, you guys, your my anatomy must be completely different. Now, I, if I, now I feel weird. Am I the weird one? If I wore skinny jeans, then I'd be fucked because there would be no way to make it around because there'd be a gate right by the balls being stopped. But wearing a military uniform like over in Iraq and Afghanistan, they're they're loose fitting, so it just kind of fills that whole lower nether region with gold bond medicated with, with powder, powdery miracleness. Oh. It's instant, like, relief. Powdery wonderment. Mm. And it makes your whole body feel a little cooler. I'm a dangly bitch. I mean, you cool down the balls, you cool down the body. Yeah. 
gets a little pasty after a couple of hours. It does. It can turn to a concrete if you don't. And now the listeners are like, why the fuck do they keep having him on there? <laughs> but I keep going with it. <laughs> okay, now I did notice on here before we click off of this. Of okay. Yeah. I, they've got a, a, a part entitled Our Position Against Suicide. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the whole Heaven's Gate community went out and brought white clothes and white Nikes and committed suicide. They didn't, they didn't commit suicide. They transitioned. Yeah, but they had to transition with a special juice. <laughs> Let's see. This looks like a shorter page. What does ah, it say? Oh. Uh, we know that it is only while we are in these physical vehicles, bodies, that we can learn the lesson needed to complete our own individual transition as well as to complete our task of offering the kingdom of heaven to this civilization one last time. We take good care of our vehicles so they can function well for us in this task, and we try to protect them from any harm. Wait a minute. They so before the you go on, I'm – the parallels between that and Mormonism. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and, and a lot of other religions. Oh, yeah, your body's a temple. Very, yeah. Your body's a temple. We're put on earth to to complete tasks to prepare ourselves for the next life. I mean, you know, just the parallels are really interesting to me. We fully desire, expect, and look forward to a to boarding a spacecraft from the next level very soon in our physical bodies. There is no doubt in our mind that we are being picked up that our being picked up is inevitable in the very near future. But what happens between now and then is the big question. We are keenly aware of several possibilities. That, how would they be picked up in their physical bodies if they kill themselves and leave them behind, well, which is what they did? But they're, that's their physical bodies. The bodies they have here on Earth are their vehicular bodies. Aren't, well, didn't the other one say physical vehicles, bodies... In our physical bodies, well, I, don't, I would think that when they when they're talking about their physical bodies, they mean their alien. Well, but they say we, we know that it is only while we are while we are in these physical vehicles, vehicles slash body or quotes bodies because we would call that a body. Yeah, they're they're back and forth on that because I think what he's trying to say is they would leave their vehicle behind and go the way they returned. Hmm. It could happen that before the spacecraft comes, one or more of us could lose our physical vehicles, bodies, due to, quote, <laughs> recall, <laughs> accident. This, this one's got a bad ankle. Or at the hands of some irate individual. <laughs> we do so not. If your Samsung, so if your body is made by Samsung, oh. and, <laughs> it needs to be recalled. As long as it's not your... version 6 slash 7, you'll be all right. We do not anticipate this, but it is possible. Another possibility is that because of the position we take in our information, we could find so much disfavor with the powers that control this world that there could be attempts to incarcerate us or to subject us to some sort of psychological or physical torture, such as occurred at both Ruby Ridge and Waco. Oh, so are he saying that the people at Ruby Ridge and Waco were also supposed to be on this uh, comet ship? No, it, it's the... We know that we're all part of a cult, too. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it boils down to, right? What, this, these things happen to cults. We know this. Yeah. It has always been our way to examine all possibilities and be mentally prepared. <laughs> because they're so open-minded that way. <laughs> For whatever may come our way. For example... Consider, and this is kind of hard to read because of the starry background. Yeah. It looks like periods or commas sometimes where there aren't any. Uh, 
For example, consider what happened at Masada around 73 AD, a devout Jewish sect, after holding out against a siege by the Romans to the best of their ability and seeing that the murder, rape, and torture of their community was inevitable, determined that it was per permissible for them to evacuate their bodies by a more dignified and less agonizing method. Evacuate their bodies. Yeah, they took X-lax. Uh, no, this sounds I like know. we're going to we're going to kill ourselves before yeah. they kill us. Yeah. We have thoroughly discussed this topic of willful exit of the body under such conditions and have mentally prepared ourselves for this possibility, as can be seen in a few of our statements. There are so many parenthetical asides in this thing that yeah. it's fucking crazy. Well, of course, the whole thing is crazy. <laughs> However, this act certainly does not need serious consideration at this time and hopefully will not in the future. The true meaning of, quote, suicide is to turn against the next level when it is being offered. I'm trying to, I'm stewing on that one for a second. So they're thinking that they didn't actually commit suicide. They accepted an offer. Because they, they accepted the offer of going to the next level. Level, yes. Mm. By committing suicide. <laughs> In these last days, we are focused on two primary tasks. One, of making a last attempt at telling the truth about how the next level may be entered. Our last effort at offering to individuals of the civilization the way to avoid suicide. And two, taking advantage of the rare opportunity we have each day to work individually on our personal overcoming and change in preparation for entering the kingdom of heaven. Their personal overcoming? I don't, um. That sounds like a, that sounds like an issue that some guy would have in a porn studio, right? Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I know that you typically like really big loads, but this is just overcoming. Okay. We're going to have to, <laughs> we're going to have to do something about the amount of coming you're doing. We, we asked for a monster load, not <laughs> an octopus or a whale load. You need to work individually on your personal overcoming. <laughs> this whole, this whole thing sounds like a legal disclaimer trying to get them out of a lawsuit. Like they're trying to avoid a lawsuit from the families of suicidal heaven gators. But mm. all but two of the members committed suicide and the people that let it committed suicide, who are you going to go after? I, The owners of the two Go people? after the estates yeah. of the people who, the, the who were there? I, I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like a legal disclaimer trying to get out of a, a Like saying lawsuit. these people willfully and did it. That'd be funny know. if they had to sign disclaimers before they killed themselves. <laughs> It's all very strange. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at Podcast. Thanks, bitches. No, but I, I was thinking about the poem on the, on the base of the Statue of Liberty, you know, which reads, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse from your teeming shore, send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. And you know what I was thinking? What a, what a, a, a beautiful, uh, optimistic, uh, uh, humane ideal to have, and, and, and one that's quite literally the opposite of what Republicans believe. <laughs> literally the opposite 
of what their candidate's platform is. Uh, let's move on to something less strange. <laughs> I don't know that Jim Baker will necessarily uh, right fill wing, that bill. Right, uh, right wing watch is <laughs> going to be less strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, Jim Baker thinks the nuclear war is coming soon. Maybe. Maybe. You have to add the maybe in there because that makes it not not like a hundred percent. Like I did, I said maybe. I wasn't for sure, so I gave well, him a maybe. And, and if it does, it's not a come, prophecy. Then, then it's a prophecy. Yeah. And he was right. True. Well, you know, the, these apocalyptic predictions, I'm sure, have have nothing to do at all with trying to benefit his slop bucket business. Yeah. <laughs> Selling his prepper food. Let's see what he has to say. The Supreme Court, I think, is so important. Yes. And I'm so concerned yes. when I already see <laughs> the Internet has been given away. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, the internet that? was given away. Oh, it's damn already it. happened. Yeah. And then you see all the things that have happened in Who the last eight years. Mm. No one. We didn't give it to anybody? How did, How was it given away? Oh, you, you remember hearing about that? You probably heard about that when that was going on. What that, uh, I can't remember what the PAC deal was called. They're all saying, oh, they're giving the internet away. They're giving the internet away. It's like, no. The U.S. has been in control of all IP addresses worldwide. We're now allowing other countries to control their own IP addresses. So we're not giving oh. it away. We're just following up on this treaty that we had signed saying, hey, once this gets established, we'll let the countries take over their own IPs. Uh, well, that's giving the internet away. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like they, it's like they have no idea how anything really works, right? Yeah. Amazon, you're now owned by Russia. <laughs> <laughs> the church, somebody said... The hell was that? I heard, a, I heard a drum roll. It's, did one of you guys say Kettle that? Kettle drums in the John, background. I'm going to back that up to see if it was... That had to have been on this, right? Did one of you guys say that? I did say it. John, did you say that? Somebody said... Is going underground. Is, did one of you guys say that? I did say it. John, did you say yeah. that? John, I just heard a, I a doorbell and a burger came. I, watch morning. Morning. I don't know what the but fuck's going we on. We were watching your seminar. <laughs> and if we That's don't weird. see a miracle in the election. Can mm-hmm. I need to pause that for a second? Do that again. Out, to figure out where the hell that's at. I'll bet it's coming from fucking USA Today. They have the shittiest fucking website. All their autoplay bullshit. There's no sound coming from anything else. No. And only did it on the same spot, but it was something different that time. That was really weird. Do it again. (laughs) We got to make sure. The Jim Baker Baker video is haunted. Let's see. John, did you say that? It was just before that. That was a doorbell again. Did one of you guys say that? I did say it. Let me me go back here. Oh, it is on the video. Is going underground. It's, did one of this you guys say that? I did say it. John, did you say yeah. that? John, you, I thought I saw you. His studio is haunted yeah. by a drum playing, doorbell ringing, Burger King person. <laughs> and <laughs> if we don't see a miracle in the election, mm-hmm. I think we're eventually going to be going underground. Um, and, and when you say underground, I mean the underground church. We're, we're, the underground church. going to literally not allow us to function the way we've been functioning. Oh, you mean you ripping know, people off? I see off? this election has Tax-free. very strong global implications. Our current administration has beginning... Ev- Our current administration. It's not an administration. It's yeah. just administration. And they also put up a picture of Barack Obama when they talk about that. It's a good picture of Barack Obama. Anyway. I, I haven't seen him take many bad pictures. It's, it's difficult. He's, he's, a, he's, a photogenic a, guy. Yeah, he's a good-looking photogenic guy. Yeah. Everything away to the world 
He's even talking about after the election, moving on and being the head of the world, the UN. But uh, what? He did? <laughs> I don't know what he's Obama is going to be head of the world. He, I, and the UN is the head of the world. He, I I he's moving on and moving on, moving on up <laughs> to the UN. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to Supreme Court. That's yeah. the last thing I heard. Yeah, he's going to uh, be our next he was, Supreme he Court was nominee. Be uh, appointed to yeah. Gonna appoint, gonna nominate and appoint himself. He'll nominate himself, and Clinton will uh, d- finish off the appointing. Oh. Hey. Mm. Uh, uh, I have a friend in Kenya, pastor friend in Kenya, Africa, and you see, because you know that's where Barack is from. Yes. Well, I was uh, he giving him the inside scoop. I was wondering if you meant Kenya, Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Kenya, you know Africa. It's it's a suburb yeah. of Chicago. Yeah, I just had to, he had. A, I'm glad he cleared it up on which Kenya he was talking about. We have been seeing the attack of the family here in America. Yes. But our administration has been blackmailing other countries in the world with the attack on the family and all of the implications of the family and telling African nations that if you don't line up with what we're telling you to do, we will cut off the food help, the economic help. That's That's been happening for several years You know what he's getting now. at right now? Under- no, I'm sorry. No, no I, I'm, I'm all consumed in like. Could this guy be any more flamboyant? They have a kill flamboyant. The, like they have a kill the gays bill there. Uh, we don't like that. That's you know. Oh, so we're talking about cutting off cutting off aid, aid if they if they keep having those practices they keep if they keep passing laws to kill gay people. He's saying that we're attacking the families there by not giving them aid while they're killing homosexuals and it's probably the same thing in the u.s he's saying well they're attacking the family in the u.s by allowing gays to get married which is weird because like i said the whole time i'm watching this guy i'm thinking he's flamboyant as fuck like all he needs is a feather boa and some really big sunglasses he's probably one of the guys that puts his feet underneath the stalls in the airport bathroom (laughs) (laughs) maybe a rhinestone piano in front of him or something i don't know the economic help that's that's been happening for several years now under this administration we are hit we are heading to a global global agenda that is talked about in the bible do you think it's called the beast rising out of the sea but it's so much more dangerous they they and then at the bottom of the screen they have a they have a scroll that says Revelation thirteen one and I saw a beast coming out of the sea it had ten horns and seven heads so, and apparently that represents the United Nations globalization how the fuck are they making that tie well the funny thing is, is that I saw not there will be so it's already here if you saw it. it's been here since the fucking two thousand years ago. Mm. <laughs> okay. Then most people well, think, don't you so. believe John? Well. <laughs> You know, the Bible talks about a global one-world government with ten crowns and ten horns. Ten crowns and ten horns and one-world government. He's flapping his arms around. I have never heard that before. No. I think he's taking the, the, the beast to be the world. Well, I mean, I've, I've obviously heard, you know, the, the paranoia about a one-world government. Yeah. But ten crowns and ten horns? I've, that, that I've never heard think if it had ten crowns, it would have twenty horns. I, I've just never heard that that concept associated yeah, with the one either, world government before. Either have ten I. heads of state that literally encompass every region of the world, and out of these ten regions, it says one of these heads. 
There are only 10 regions in the world. There are only 10 regions. <laughs> so 10 heads with 10 horns. So they're all what? Unicorns? I wonder. So, is, so does Obama does Obama rule whatever region this is? North, well, well, NAFTA. So North America. So all of Canada, uh, you know, America and, and Mexico. But still, it doesn't make sense. Well, Mexico is South America. So no, how does well, that, Mexico is part of oh, well, North yeah. America. Sorry, I was – yeah. But how – so – I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to figure out what these ten regions are too because there's way more countries than ten, but there's fewer continents than ten. Well, so, so we, I mean, you have you have North America, yeah. You have Africa, you yeah. Have South America, and you know you throw Central America, split it between okay. the two. You have all of Asia, then you, Western Europe, Eastern Europe. I mean, if, you Central know, you Europe, Canada, Australia. <laughs> I mean, don't I, forget I don't Australia know. and the poles. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, but the poles don't matter because no nine. one lives there. Oh, that's well, nine. Well, people live on the South Pole, kinda. There's people year round there. Oh, okay. At uh, that station. Well, but they're researchers. I mean, they're True. Not, like residents. Yeah. Well, they, they've already got a. They've got their narrative prepared, right? So now they're just putting everything. They're making everything fit into their tidy yes. little oh, yeah. shoebox of state will be fatally wounded and become the Antichrist. Well, all it's going to take to throw us into a global situation is a global crisis. So wait a minute. We leap from one world government (laughs) to Antichrist. Antichrist and a global crisis. We just need one. We've had two already, but we just need one. It's a a good leap. The Antichrist is going to be born out of a one world government. Or it's uh-huh. gonna be so. Yeah. This is this is the plot of the omen. Uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's that's what we're doing here. Is this is the plot of the omen? Global situation is a global crisis, and let me tell you, crisis dominoes are literally being stacked up in a row, and any number of these different kinds of crisis could literally happen anytime. I mean. <gasps> Anytime. A disaster can happen anytime. The hell you say. Holy no. shit. I want to buy some crisis dominoes. <laughs> There's a lot of holes in them. That sounds fun as hell. I, mean, I hate to say something like this could happen next week, but you know, we're going to probably talk about what's happening with Russia and the U.S. You know, we're going head to head at what could be a nuclear war. And a year and a half to two years ago, we was talking about the Psalms 83 war. Yes. That when the first bombs go off in the Middle East, first nuclear bomb in 70 years, it'll cause a global panic. We literally, if uh, if if any nuke goes off anywhere, it's going to cause a global panic. Chaos before this election. Let me tell you, they've got their ducks in a row. Uh, I'm confused. I have a prophetic (laughs) word that was given to me, and I'm not going to give it today. So don't get scared, Lori. He but does that get, shit all yeah. the fucking time. <laughs> now he's going to do it. He does that shit all the fucking time. He says, God God told me I received a revelation. I I heard whatever. I'm not going to tell you about it right now, but I, I'm i telling you, I know some I important shit. But like, after after it happens, yeah, then I'll, I'll tell, tell you. you. After it happens, I'll confirm right. that, yes, I was told in advance. Told this that. Is, remember that time that two I told you I couldn't tell ago? you what I was talking yeah. about? But, but that's a, what it was. But there's a woman in his presence, and it's too disturbing for him to talk about it right now. So he's oh, going to hold right. off. doesn't want to harm her delicate sensibilities. Yes. A, a known prophet uh-huh. says oh. that two atomic bombs shortly will hit the United States of America. I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying <laughs> that's, that's, that's what this prophet you know. said. It's he's a known prophet. Is he a prophet or is he, is he not, not a prophet? Yeah. Fucking this guy is such an asshole. 
That's true. I'm just saying, I'm just picking up a lot of bullshit garble, <laughs> garble. on the internet, <laughs> on the networks, on the, you know what I'm saying? So just hearing the what, word, John. Was it from a prophet or was, was he on some bullshit internet site? Because I'm confused there as well. Is it internet garble? Or is it a prophet that told him this shit? Yeah, it's it's it was, it was the prophet Twitter. Ah, <laughs> uh, Twitter. See, I don't know. I want to know what the people in the audience are thinking. I mean, they're just kind of. I don't think they there. are. I don't think they are. I think wow. they are just consumers of bullshit. Yeah, just letting wave after wave of whatever that fucktard says yeah. wash over them and lapping it up with wild abandon. I wonder yeah. what he puts in those slop buckets that makes all these people like listen to him. Some kind of psychotropic drug. Because, you know, like, you see him on there before making his slop stuff in the big, like, kiddie pools. He probably <laughs> he probably has a kiddie pool full of this slop, and he feeds it to them as they come through the door. How about a bowl of chili? Hot one. Be right there. Andy Christ would be a woman in a man's body with seven heads and seven tails. Ain't that to go. Uh, next up, we have a story about a mother beating her son. Yeah. And citing religious freedom as as being not only why she did it, but you can't stop me. My religion says I need to beat the shit out of my kid, yep. so I'm going to use this defense. Just kind of bullshit. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's bullshit, but also, I mean, why not? Well, yeah, and I we mean, could all see this coming, right? When when yeah. they started passing these RIFRA laws, it was like, okay, what? Where are you going to draw the line? What yeah. are you going to say doesn't impinge on your religious freedom? Yeah. You know, at, at what point? At what point do you draw that line? Because you've already you've already now said that as an employer, you don't have to provide certain services for your employees like every other employer, even though your business isn't set up. As a strictly religious enterprise, yeah, it's not a religious organization. A it's bakery, a regular fucking a business in their church that just happens to be owned by a religious person. And you're saying that you're going to allow that business owner to do a whole bunch of shit that they shouldn't really yeah. be doing, yeah, because it, they're not running a religion there; they're running a fucking business, yeah, and should have to follow all of the same laws that every other business owner follows, yeah, should, should. So yeah, they've just opened the floodgate for this kind of bullshit well open the floodgate even more i mean we've we've already had even before all rifra and all that we we had the christian scientists and kids dying of preventable things well there was that one family was their third child i want to say that passed away before they actually went to jail over it oh did they oh somebody actually went to okay so yeah but they had they news. had two ch children previously that had died that could have survived yeah. given medical attention and they just let them die I'm surprised any, anyone went to jail. I I didn't think Christian scientists ever went to jail for. They're the only ones I can remember ever hearing treatment. about them going to jail because even the ones in that Idaho had, they get away with all kinds of fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. In Idaho, they even Idaho, had the one good. where it was their 17 year old son that had his appendix burst and they prayed over him for three days while he died on the couch. Sounds familiar. But, yeah, I remember yeah. he was right. Around, he was really close to the age where he could have been his own adult and taken himself to the hospital, but his parents basically kept him in the house and said, "No, we're praying over you. I'm not going to the hospital." If Jesus decides to kill you, that's just Jesus's decision. You're going to have yeah. to live with it or oops, no, yeah. you're but, not going to live with it. But they never well, got in trouble for it. Yeah. Well, and, and this story is is just the next iteration of that. Yeah. Even, and and if you look at the Bible, I mean the Bible says you can beat your kids. 
It well, says you're supposed to beat your kids for yeah. certain things. Supposed to, it says you're supposed to kill your kids for certain yeah. things. Well, and the, so. really sh- the really shitty part of all of this is that, you know, you can believe whatever fucking nonsense you want on uh, by yourself, right? Don't inflict that on anybody else. Don't cause harm to your child or other children because of your stupid backward fucking beliefs. And the state should step in and say, no, you can't fucking do that. That is abuse. That's endangerment. Yeah. You're, you're being reckless in your care yeah. of the child who is in your charge. You need that you are supposed to be taken care of. Children should have rights independent of their parents. Absolutely perception of of what you know they're not property they're not chattel they're not well we all know children only have rights up until they're born well, when they're in the womb they have every right to be in that womb you right. can't say no to it <laughs> no, exactly well and the, these, these people yeah. these people are now claiming you know anytime you step in and say well you can't do that that's that's reckless endangerment you're harming your child they say no it's freedom of religion. You're stepping in and telling me that I can't practice my religion the way that I am being told that I should practice my religion by some ignorant asshole who reads and interprets the words of of Bronze Age sheep herders yeah. oh, as, I, as being the, the greatest thing ever. Yeah. If I yeah. did something wrong on a medical call, I can go to jail for neglect. Why? Couldn't you just say that you did whatever because it was your religious freedom? No, I guess I don't get the, to claim religious freedom because I'm a fucking atheist. <sighs> These people, man. Fucking. So this story. So what happened? Oh, so, okay. so this story comes uh, from USA Today, whose website I fucking despise because they have autoplay everywhere. Uh, this, the, the, so does the, CNN. It really pisses oh, me off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the story says that. The mom cites religious freedom in beating son, pleads guilty. She said her actions were protected because of her evangelical Christian beliefs. Uh, Indianapolis, a mother who cited religious freedom as a defense for beating her son with a coat hanger, will serve a year on probation. After a doctor found 36 bruises on her seven-year-old son, Kin Par Tang claimed her discipline method came straight from her evangelical Christian beliefs. Spare the rod, spoil the child, I'm guessing. Marion Superior Judge Kurt Eisgruber accepted a plea agreement Friday in which Tang admitted she committed battery when she struck her son in February. I hope he's not related to Hans Gruber. That guy's bad news. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to take over Nakatomi Plaza any day now. Nakatomi Plaza to Asian. (laughs) Ooh, I see the connections now. Although Tang pleaded guilty to felony battery, the agreement directed the judge to reduce it to a misdemeanor in exchange. Prosecutors dismissed a neglect charge and a more serious charge of felony battery. It should have been a felony battery charge. Uh Uh-huh. Tang, 30, came to court with her lawyer and several supporters. We support this woman's right to beat the shit out of her child. An interpreter assisted the refugee from Myanmar, formerly Burma, and Tang gave short yes or no answers throughout the hearing, which lasted 15 minutes. That's a pretty short hearing. Tang and her lawyer, Greg Bowes, declined comment Friday. In court records, Tang cited scripture as a defense against the charges. Quote, do not withhold discipline from a child. End quote, Tang said in court documents. Citing the Old Testament's Proverbs 23, 13-14, if you strike him with a rod, he will not die. 
If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol. Generally a synonym for Hades. So, yeah, spare the rod, spoil the child. The Religious Freedom Restoration Act enacted in 2015 says the government cannot intrude on a person's religious liberty unless it can prove a compelling interest in in imposing that burden and can do so in the least restrictive way. The meeting occurred February 3rd when Thang said she stopped her son from dangerous behavior that would seriously have harmed his three-year-old sister. Thang hit both children with a plastic coat hanger before telling them to kneel and pray for God's mercy, according to the documents. Wait a minute. So she was... She tried to protect the three-year-old from dangerous activities of the seven-year-old yes. by beating both the seven and the three-year-old yes. uh-huh. with a coat hanger. Yes. And what did the three-year-old do wrong? Uh, didn't say no. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Whatever. And it doesn't the, – the story doesn't even say what the, what the son was doing. It just quotes Thang as saying, I was worried for my son's salvation with God after he dies. I decided to punish my son to prevent him from hurting my daughter and to help him learn how to behave as God would want him to. That's horseshit. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to beat the ever-loving shit out of you, teach you how to behave. Doesn't work. No. I, I could go on a whole tirade about – I mean, forget about the religious crap. I mean, corporal punishment in general. I just have issues with yeah it's a terrible uh, way to it doesn't teach anything but to be afraid of the person who's doing yeah. it and yeah. and apparently the only one it supposedly works on is the weakest and most vulnerable people are our children who aren't even old enough to even understand yeah. why the fuck they're being beaten to begin with mm-hmm. yeah so i yeah yeah i mean if, if that was actually an effective tool in teaching somebody how to behave why would, can't i do it to my wife yeah well and why wouldn't we be doing it to criminals everyday criminals who rob something why, why wouldn't we just beat them why can't an employer do it to an employee yeah you know if it's if it's an effective tool for training yeah you can only do it to children I, yeah code faster <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to my imaginary friend. Why the fuck should I listen to yours? Moving on. Pat Robertson says that we worship demons on Halloween. Did you guys know that? I Have you done any well, demon worship today? I am wearing a oh, satanic you, temple t-shirt yes. right now. I have a I have a doctor, so. Grant has I love that t-shirt. Grant's wearing a t-shirt that has a cartoon doctor with a big thumbs up and it says doctors Spitting in God's face since 2750 BC. I find it funny. I make. I go out of my way to wear one of these T-shirts uh-huh. on Sundays when I go shopping at Smith's Grocery Store. <laughs> and do you get do you get a bunch of looks? I, not yet. I haven't had anybody like grab their child and hide him yet. <laughs> no. What you, what you should do is is Deseret Book. Oh, I don't know. They're not open you on should... Sundays, but I'll go in there sometime. Oh, not on Sundays. Yeah. I have a de- there's a Deseret Books right near my house and yeah. Sure, wear that in Deseret Books or or DI. Do you think they would kick me out? I don't know. I don't just for wearing a T-shirt. I don't think so. You'd have well, to they, be. they they kick you out of uh, uh, the mall. They're yeah. down for the wrong kind of T-shirt. Like yeah, their mall. If, I would be kicked know, out. I know, for... I know they can. Have they kicked people out? Like I didn't, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard any stories of them actually kicking people out. I had oh, thought right. about I getting people know. down there to actually wear. Everything they say you can't wear. <laughs> someone to wear a dress above their knees. Someone, you know, showing the shoulders, showing. Cause apparently, tattoos are a thing too. Oh, really? You're not supposed to be. They're saying like, you're, if you have tattoos, you're not supposed to be like tattoo yeah, adorned. Surprised. So, 
and you know go down there with some devil horns on we want our, we want our freedoms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all about wanting their freedoms give us our country back we need our country they're taking away our freedoms and they're taking away our religious freedom fucking dress the way we tell you, you to do. motherfucker take that shirt off i find it offensive god but anyway moving <laughs> on to pat robertson he's, the, just, he's just offensive to look at now fucking crypt keeper Halloween, uh, supposedly All Saints' Eve, a day dedicated to the saints of God, has become a day in honor. What? Halloween is supposed to be a day dedicated to the saints of God? No, it's tomorrow. The day after. Uh. Of Satan, where we worship demons, we dress <laughs> like demons, we talk about satanic rituals. And uh, all those sexy nurse outfits, so it. Satanist. <laughs> demons are real. I want to say that right off the bat. No, the they're Bible not. It's clear that Jesus drove out demon spirits. There are spirits in the world, fallen angels, if you will, whose job it is to destroy people and take them away from God. You're a fucking moron. Yeah. There's no such thing. We, give me, give me some evidence of this actually fucking happening. I'm pretty sure Jesus just said, hey, dude, I have to suck your dick right now. There's some demons in there. I got to get them out. We're going to rub the bad stuff out. Yeah. Hold still. <laughs> They're there to hate, to kill, and to destroy Satan and the forces of evil. So we have a day now, Halloween, when we celebrate that and worship Satan. And uh, they like that. They like that. I, I I should have looked it up before before I came over, but I I don't remember. I've I've looked it up before. I don't remember the origins of Halloween being that. No, it's well. The origins of Halloween are very different. They are, and the the Christians put in their own spin on. That's why there's right. you have Halloween and the day after is All Saints Day. Right. They had to tack their own thing onto it, but yeah. Well, it's thought to have originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Yeah. When people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off roaming ghosts. Yeah, Which is not the same thing as worshiping shipping. demons. No. It's kind of the opposite, isn't it's, it? It's almost like you're hiding from the demons. Well, yeah, and you were supposed to you were supposed to look scary yourself to scare away the demons. Yes. Right. And that's that's what the girls do in sexy kitten outfits. They're scary. <laughs> they scare away all the twelve year old boys. Scare. <laughs> I say uh if you go to our Facebook, we got a message from a listener that's relevant to that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So if we go to the top of that one, mm-hmm. there's an article about the haunted houses put up by the churches that are there to scare you. Oh, the hell house bullshit? And this one isn't a hell house. This is something different because like, I've heard of the hell oh, houses. Judgment house? Yeah, it's called a judgment house. <laughs> oh, I have never We're not here to pass judgment except at the judgment house. Yes. <laughs> now, another funny thing is With today- With Halloween right around the corner, families in the yeah, room. Fuck fucking you, autoplay. autoplay. Yeah. Autoplay, go, God. go be by yourself for a second. Um, there was one of these in Chicago that wasn't related to this group, um, but they got shut down. Because they depicted a scene of the Pulse night, uh, the Pulse nightclub <laughs> oh, shooting oh, inside of their haunted house, and they're like, "Whoa, we don't want to be a part of this." Like you told us what you're doing, then we show up, like you've got the Pulse nightclub, like anti-gay stuff. And then you got all this 
abortion shit going on in here. Like, whoa, what is going on? I said, no, you guys are done. You're canceled. We won't allow you to do this. Who canceled it? Uh, the building, the uh, people who owned the, it was, oh. a public, it was a public building, I think, that they had gotten permission to have a haunted house in, but oh, they didn't tell them what was going to be in the haunted house. So when they found out what was in it, they were like, uh-uh, fuck you, you're out. <laughs> wow. This is distasteful. Yes. So, so this is churches use judgment houses to, evangel- to evangelize at Halloween time. And this was sent in to us from... Listener Ali, who sent this to us in a message on our yeah. Facebook page. With Halloween right around the corner, families in the River Region are finding a number of ways to celebrate. One activity that draws hundreds of visitors every year is the River Region Judgment House. WSFA 12 News reporter Morgan Young has more on what local churches call a Christian alternative to a haunted house. Her story is new at 10. It's it's not a haunted house. It's a judgment house. It's a different way to scare the shit out of your children. <laughs> not Halloween yet, but kids are already lining up for a bit of a scare. They're not collecting candy. They're not dressed up. They came to get a new perspective on a biblically historic concept. It shows, like, what happens after your death, like, what happens when you oh, go so to Oh, so worms eating your body and stuff? people walk through, they're not <laughs> going to see the typical ghosts and gremlins and ghouls. They're going to see a recreation of a real-life natural disaster. This year, the aftermath of a tornado. The tornado kills two people. Yeah. Patrons watch a portrayal of the victim's memorial service. Then, a representation of the Bible's Judgment Day, where they are assigned to their final destination. The participants that come through the building get to see what it means to really be faced with uh, His name's gay. mortality. And then also <laughs> we know where he's going. to have the afterlife. Gay calls the event an alternative <laughs> way to celebrate the Halloween season. People are out there... Try to scare people and their audio is terrible, which include death and things like that. We want to take advantage of that and say, look, death is a reality, but it's not something to be scared of. Even parents who celebrate Halloween with their children say that message is important. We still do trick or treating and haunted hay rides and stuff like that. I remember coming to a judgment house when I was a kid and the impact that it made on me. It's scary, but it's reality. It scared the hell out of me, and I thought I'd torture my children with it too. Yeah. (laughs) Because I listen to the bi- the bi- Bible, the Bible. I can't read it. I'm. <laughs> this is from Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah, I don't want to insult everybody there, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> being the person that sent us in said she was from the Deep South. I don't want to offend that person. Other if... than decent football players, what the fuck does Alabama offer anything? <laughs> Judgment houses and football players, religious well, fucking nut jobs. The liberal redneck taught me not to put everybody into the same. Thing of Skittles. Doesn't NASA have an installation in Alabama? Actually, yeah, I saw. There's a whole show where the guys that were there, the the redneck like rocket guys, are like, yeah, we work at NASA, and here we are out in our backyard building rockets. Redneck rocket guys. Yeah, yeah they're like total redneck Southern guys, and they're building like they built their own like uh, quadcopter to carry them around their backyard and shit, and they're building giant fucking 20 foot rockets in their garage and launching these things like launching toilets and refrigerators and shit hold my beer and watch this <laughs> but they're the guys who build all the rocket and like nasa engines and the guys like yeah my dad did the apollo stuff i worked on all the shuttles and uh, what's what's a mtv show the uh, where he like kicks himself in the balls all the time jackass jackass is that where <laughs> jackass came from um he, to jackass originated he was from alabama uh, tennessee <laughs> 
Oh, it's not, well, close enough. Well, he named himself after Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Mm. His real name isn't Johnny Knoxville. Mm. Apparently, he has to use the catheter two times a day. Now. Yeah, he does. <laughs> after he his dick got broken by a uh, uh, dirt bike. He broke his dick? Oh, yeah. Broke it bad. He's not on He's not on TV anymore. <laughs> because he's broken himself so bad. He's not doing <laughs> um, well. You ever heard of Nitro Circus? Uh, sounds vague. They're actually familiar. here in Utah now because they have their whatever their playground out here someplace. Uh-huh. Uh, they're the guys that do all the crazy BMX motorbike stuff, doing the crazy jumps. Well, he was out hanging out with them here in Utah one day, and he decided to learn how to backflip a a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Well, on about the third attempt, the bike went up in the air. He went down, and when the bike came down, the handlebar landed square on his dick and busted it in two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So he's even in the back of the ambulance, like I didn't think my day was gonna end like this. He's reaching his hand, like he's just nothing but blood coming out of his out of his oh dick. God. So in order to keep it open, so it doesn't like fuse up and close, he has to put a catheter up there twice a day. <laughs> he had to wear a catheter for an entire year after he broke it. Oh Jesus. my god! And he's married with three kids. I don't know how the fuck that happened. You figured it was after before he, he broke his well, dick. I was going to say. No, I think he, one of the kids came after he broke his dick because one of his kids is pretty young. I'm just. Well, that wasn't natural then. That but was, but he started that doing. Was artificial. Uh, I saw a thing on him saying he started doing jackass when they had their first kid because he's like, wow, I make no money right now. I'm trying to get going with this with uh, print media and stuff. And he's doing articles mm-hmm. for a thing. And he's like, let's make a video out of this instead of. I'll really test shit out. So he maced himself and tased himself to do an article about what it's like to be pepper sprayed and tased and everything. And the guys that do jackass are like, wow, who's this guy? And that's how he got famous. Oh, Jesus. Let's, let's hire that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> well, hey, Mikey, he'll do anything. <laughs> and, and Allie, if you, if you happen to live in Alabama, first, <laughs> let me offer my sincere condolences. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sure you're the one normal person. And, and then to say that, okay, maybe there's at least one good thing that comes out of Alabama besides football. The event has been a fall staple in the River Region for nearly 30 years. And Gay says that in the last five, the program has left nearly 1,000 people with a new sense of faith. Morgan Young, WSFA 12 News. The River Region Judgment House will continue to host groups each night through Halloween from 6 p.m. until 9. Tickets are free. You know, as a lot of people know, Halloween actually does have its roots in Christianity. All Halloween. No, it, no, doesn't. it doesn't. You fucking All Saints Day. We remember those. God damn it. We just, we just <laughs> talked about that, too. Not originally. <laughs> All Saints Day is the day after Halloween. Alabama, state so fucking ignorant, even your newscasters don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> But they do it with a big smile. Yes. <laughs> well, just, Jesus said that it's, that it's just born out of Christianity, so clearly well, that's what it is. Yeah. Jesus talked uh, all about Halloween. And <laughs> had you guys seen the documentary Hell House? Fuck me. I can't. No. Fucking. <laughs> I'm just going to readjust myself in my chair. I, I will say in defense of Allie, if, if, if Allie is in Alabama. In defense of her. I mean, the three of us live in Utah. Yeah. So if anyone outside of Utah were to look at us and say, what the fuck are you doing in Utah? 
that's why whenever anybody goes, oh, you're in, from Utah, I'm like, no, I'm from Wisconsin, motherfucker. I ain't yeah. from this state. <laughs> I do not claim this state one fucking bit. <laughs> I'll claim Ed Gein. I'll claim Jeffrey Dahmer. I will not fucking claim Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll own the serial killers, but no, fucking Utah? The Mormons? Me, fuck the Mormons? No, not going to happen. No, I like Utah. I fucking love Utah, actually. I, it's awesome. We have mountains. We have deserts. We have lakes. We have... Dirty air. We have skiing. Yeah, really fucking terrible air. Bad liquor laws. Bad liquor laws. Zion curtains. Yeah. yeah. Zion curtains. It goes on. Tony... I know, you're being all positive and I'm being all negative. <laughs> you're awesome. A good, you're a good foil, Grant. I mean, I just <laughs> I just want to get a bottle of wine when I get my dinner at Smith's. I mean, that's... that's Is that asking too I much? mean, yeah, we have awesome alcohol selections here. Just phenomenal. Oh. <laughs> Worst in the world. We've got a pretty decent selection at some of the liquor stores, but... Yeah, yeah. And you can order anything. But you have to go no, to the But you have to order by a case, order and it has to be on the approved list for the state to order it. Yeah, there's a bunch of fucking legal wrangling you have to go through to get special ordered shit if it's not something that they just ordinarily carry at the liquor store. Where if I lived in any other state, I could buy an individual bottle and have it sent to my front door of my fucking house. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah, yeah, just order it online, have it delivered. And Utah misses out on all of that because, what is it, 78% of our legislature? No, more than that. It's there is approaching 90% of our legislature yeah. is LDS. Yeah. And oh, on yeah. our liquor board for the state, only two people out of the seven? Is there, there was, seven? There was a time, there was a very, oh, very long time where there were no drinkers on the Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control yeah, here in Utah. Well, they did a news article on it a few months back and they were sh- talking about it. And the guy's like, this is the first time I ever stepped foot in one of these stores. And you run them. <laughs> you are in charge of the laws that govern these fucking stores and you never step foot in one. You fucking piece of shit. Well, it's, it's Satan sauce. You don't want to uh, go in where they're selling Satan sauce. One there, and they're trying to protect the children. It's the yeah, Department of yeah. Alcoholic Beverage Control. We try to control that. So we don't want to give our kids alcohol, but we'll give them all the codeine and Vicodin and pills they want. <laughs> yes. But I yeah. I was not at all surprised as soon as I heard a southern accent come out of the people speaking. Because this is the type of shit that I imagine yeah. happens all over the place. In the Bible Belt in the well, Deep South. There's a documentary called Hell House, which goes over those. It's it's probably the documentary's probably from late nineties, early two thousands. I caught it on Netflix a while back. Uh but that's what it goes all about is just the uh shit like that, where they're actually getting ready to put one of those on. And I think that that particular group that was hosting that one, um is no longer around, like they got shut down. But yeah. Some mm. fuckery. So I mean, it sounds like these. Uh, what are the what, what are they called again? Worship houses, or judgment houses. Ju- house. Yeah, sounds like it's been around for a while. I have never yeah. heard never heard of a judgment house before. I never heard of a judgment house, but I have heard of the hell house. And yeah, I've, I've heard, heard of, of those houses. haunted, those Christian themed haunted houses before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of hell houses, but I have not until today heard of judgment houses. So I learned something. Thank you very much, Allie. Yeah. For giving me something else to to put a few more drops in my murder bucket. Yeah. <laughs> now, thanks for contacting us, Allie. Uh, glad that you're enjoying the show. But every time I study the groups that fund and run the atheist, they're not atheists. They're occultist. And I guess if they can't get people to be occultist, 
they will just get them to become atheist, and then atheists almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion, and humans are just blobs, and humans don't have any great destiny, and humans are a parasite. And you just can't ignore the fruits of these people. You guys want to? You guys want to listen to Alex Jones? Do we fucking have to? He, I don't know. Sometimes, it's, sometimes I, I get find upset. Funny. Yeah, I, sometimes I get upset at the things he says, and other times it's just like he's so far fucking gone that it's well, just laughable. How does anybody take this clown seriously? I'm just waiting for him to rip his human vehicle body flesh off and show his true reptilian self underneath. It's like, so I used to compare this guy to Glenn Beck, right? Yeah. And and now they're like Glenn Beck and Alex Jones are feuding yeah. because Glenn Beck had been supporting Ted Cruz and Alex Jones was supporting Trump. And then Trump won and Alex Jones gloats about it and... Ted Cruz then endorsed, and now Glenn Beck is Mr. Sadface. <laughs> and he's so disenchanted with Ted Cruz, who who he had been told was, was God's, God's choice. choice. And now Ted Cruz is endorsing Donald Trump and, and making political excuses for why that's the best thing to do for our country. Did you guys see that, though? The whole little thing where Glenn Beck actually had a phone conversation with Ted Cruz during one of his shows and... Kind of, kind of got in a little bit of a heated thing, and was basically I don't know. telling tell, basically telling Ted Cruz that he wasn't acting ethically. Oh no! And I then afterward, that. I that one. then afterward, lamented that you know this was he he saw Ted Cruz actually doing some po political calculations or whatever while he was talking to him on the phone, and he's just so disappointed and deeply wounded. Do politicians have different calculators than we do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, the, the one thing I remember is this weepy little tale that Glenn Beck told about some barbecue at his house in Texas oh, where him. his daughter was living next door. Yeah. Because apparently they're all in like this compound thing or whatever. <laughs> and, and Ted Cruz, this is before Ted Cruz crashed and burned. Yeah. And the daughter was like questioning, you know, I don't know if I like Ted Cruz or not. So yeah. she goes up and asks all these. Because he hates gay people, deep, I think was the deal. Yeah. Deep, honest questions of Ted Cruz and Ted Cruz defended his beliefs and they had an honest conversation. And Glenn Beck got all weepy about it because his daughter came around. And, and I told my daughter a, that this is an honorable just, man. This is an honorable man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and now he's so disillusioned, and it makes me happy. <laughs> well, and now he's fucking on the same side as, as Michael Moore. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. now he's like fucking agreeing with Michael Moore on shit. It's it's weird. Yeah, this political season has just gotten fucking batch. It's crazy. it's created bizarro world. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it has, and I'm terrified. I'm still terrified. I know Clinton is leading in the polls. And but it's, it's you not know, done it's, till it's done. It's like eighty five percent chance yeah. that she'll win. But there's that fifteen percent chance. But there's there should be zero fucking. There should chance. be zero chance. I, there I, should be. And and you look at you look at the polls where they say who you know among among voting public who are you going to vote for and depending on the poll it's anywhere between a one point and like a seven or eight point spread between yeah. the two. Why are there so many people who? I, can support Donald fucking because Trump. He's a fucking, monster. Because there's they're, so many racists and monsters in this well, country. They're racist and monsters. They're ill uninformed and ill-informed people who, who don't bother doing research, who don't bother learning. 
I, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Bill Maher did a wonderful thing on his last last show about. Bill Maher doesn't do many wonderful things these days. <laughs> Not uh, this, but this one quote that that he had was in reference to ill-informed voters mm-hmm. who who think they're. Well, Donald Trump has said that he loves ill-informed voters. Oh, yeah. He loves ignorant, uneducated people because he appeals to them. Yeah. Well, and he was talking about the false equivalency argument between Trump and Hillary and how that's really all Trump and Republicans have left. Yeah. Is is arguing false equivalency. And he said, you say you're you, – this was his quote. You say you're cynical about politics. Don't flatter yourself. Cynical comes when you know too much. You haven't bothered to learn anything. Oh, all, these, all these people who are all pissed off and saying, oh, you know, I hate both sides. That's just a cop out because they don't want to waste the time. They don't want to bother learning both sides. So they just say, well, you know, all politics is rigged. It's all bad. So and and now they don't actually have to do any work. Mother. God damn it. When I was. Uh, last week I, w- I had to spend a couple days in the office and it was all day trapped in a conference room with my coworkers, Damp being one of them. Ooh, your best buddy. Tuesday went okay. Thursday, the first part of the day went okay. And there were like, there were little things throughout the meeting in the day where he would just say something really stupid. You know, he, he always mixes up his idioms and... Just like he sounds like he's, I don't know, like he like he has some sort of mental disability, some learning disability. He's got the Mormonisms. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably what it is. But Thursday, the first part of the day goes well. We go out to lunch. We get back from lunch and, you know, we all went to lunch at the same place. I, I talked to everybody into going to my favorite Mexican place. So. Uh. so that was a plus. But then we, we get back to the office and, you know, we get back and people are going to their desk to check their email, going to the restroom, getting drink, whatever, filtering into the conference room. And I happened to be one of the first people back and Damp was one of the first people back. There were like four people in the room and it was just idle chit chat while we're waiting for everybody else to come in. And he started talking about politics and it was all I could do to not leap across the table and just start fucking screaming at him, you stupid motherfucker, you don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> he was complaining about, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Donald, Donald, he's, he's got a good reason to be nervous about, you know, voter fraud and, oh, and, the, election, and the elections being rigged. You know, we, we, I saw a story just the other day of this county clerk and, and she went to vote on one of the voting machines and realized that it didn't take her vote right. So she shut everything down immediately and she reverted back to a paper ballot. And, and you know, you just got to be really careful about this kind of stuff. And you hear about voter fraud all the time. And it's just, it's scary. No, well, you they're, they're, no. I'm, I'm really afraid this election might be stolen from him. And I'm like, you fucking you hear, asshole. You hear people paranoid about voter yeah. fraud all the time. It doesn't actually happen. Iowa just what well, it was in the just yesterday it was in the news. Iowa, the first voter fraud case they've had in sixteen years was this woman a Republican woman. A Republican yeah. woman who was so afraid of voter fraud that she decided to vote twice. For Trump. For Trump <laughs> to overcome the voter fraud that, that Trump is telling her is happening that isn't fucking happening. Yeah. And when people are afraid of voter fraud, and now she's being charged, oh yeah, with a felony, with a felony, it's a felony, it's a federal felony. Yes, I think I think about eighty percent of the cases that I could find on voter fraud for the last twenty years were all Republican. Uh huh. Yeah, 
It's that whole projection thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's all of their problems they project onto somebody else. And very few were for presidential. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's 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 local local yeah. elections are the only ones you can really fraud. Yeah. Defraud. You can't defraud a national election. And like we had talked earlier when we were Unless going over- Unless you're talking about, you know- Gerrymandering, yeah. And, well, yeah. yeah. Gerrymandering—that's a whole separate <laughs> and thing. Create, yeah. creating all of these restrictions where people can't vote. You yeah. know, limiting limiting student registrations or kicking, kicking people, people off, off voter the voter rolls. rolls. Yeah, 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 yeah that it, kind of shit. The Republicans fucking do yeah. fucking to keep people that. off of the voting off of the voting rolls and 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 to not allow them to cast their ballots. They're the ones who are fucking keeping people from voting and then blaming Democrats and saying, "Oh, there's all kinds of rigging going on." Yeah, and that's where like we had talked earlier about the people that pass away and they get taken off the voter registration, even though that someone else might have the same name and they get taken off. Yeah. That's where a lot of the cases where people are saying voter fraud turned out to be, oh, we thought you were this dead person, but it turns out you are still alive and legally allowed to vote. Well, yeah, and they're they're accusing – that's where a lot of these stories of, of dead people voting yeah. are coming from. It's, they're not actually dead, dead people voting. Yeah. It's that they were improperly removed from voting rolls because somebody with the same name, name. was had died yeah. and was removed, but you cast your vote. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. But so Bill Maher went on to say, and this is fairly short, but he went on to follow that up with Noam, Noam Chomsky said when talking about a sports calling show, it's plain, quote, it's plain that quite a high degree of thought and analysis is going into that. People know all sorts of complicated details about sports. Then on the other hand, when I hear people talk about say, international affairs or domestic problems, it's at a level of superficiality that's beyond belief. <laughs> this is Noam Chomsky. And then Mar goes on to say, before people go out for a taco, they'll spend an hour on Yelp researching for the most authentic one, <laughs> all for something that will be out of their body in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but they won't bother to research... A candidate, a candidate, or any it's, of these stories, or any of this bullshit. The email, all that shit. They yeah. won't bother to spend any time researching that. They want a quick little meme that that you know sums everything up in in a few characters yeah. or a tweet or something like that. Well, they don't have to. Research That's all it. they need. They don't have to research it when their fucking savior Donald Trump is up there telling them exactly, exactly what they what want to hear, yeah. what already feels good and true to them. Mm-hmm. What already fits into the narrative that they live their lives by. Yeah. And I had even gotten an argument with a guy at work Friday about Trump's dropping the how he's getting jobs back in this country. He's going to lower the the you know the their rate to fifteen percent for corporations from thirty two, and that's going to bring all the jobs. I'm like, how the fuck is that going to bring jobs back? Well, they're going to have lower taxes here. It's going to be more incentive. I'm like, no, because then they have to pay employees an actual fair wage. And I'm like, guess what? There's also countries that have zero. Income tax for everybody. So why don't these co- fucking companies go there? Yeah. They go to the country where they can have the cheapest fucking wages to pay people. It's not about the taxes. It's about the fucking wages. Well, it's – yeah, it's about the cost of production. Yeah. yeah. How much does it cost to build your plant, well, to run your plant, yeah. to hire people to work there? And the reality is it doesn't matter how low your taxes come. It's it's about how much demand you have for your product. Yeah. If you don't have demand for your product, you're not going to hire new people. Doesn't matter what taxes you're paying, or or what the wages are, or yeah. anything. If you don't have demand, then you're not gonna you're not gonna hire new people. I I know a few people who run their own 
businesses. And f- for whatever reason, they, they are, Repu- well, I know, I know the reason <laughs> they're, they're religious. So they're also Republicans. And the, it, it kills me when I hear them say such ignorant fucking things as, well, I, if I make, if I make, you know, uh, $500,000 more per year at my business, then, you know, I'll, I'll have to hire, I'll have to hire more people, but I can't hire more people because then I'll have to provide insurance for them. And so then at the end of the day, I'm only going to be bringing home $200,000 more. And I'm like, Oh, only 200,000? Oh. Poor, poor oh, fucking you. Poor. You poor fucking, fucking shit, you. You'll have to hire somebody to provide a decent paying job for them. And then, the 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 gross amount of money that you'll be earning from them is five hundred thousand, but you'll have to be paying, you know, between uh between providing healthcare benefits for them and a salary for them and paying extra amount in taxes, you'll only be taking home two hundred thousand dollars more. Or, what the fuck is stopping yeah. you from doing it? Are you that fucking stupid? Right. Is math that foreign a concept to you and that it doesn't matter? You're still going to be bringing home two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> more. You you fucking nitwit. And if there's that much demand for your product. You're going to turn customers away just because you're insulted and yeah. by extra, having to and an extra two hundred thousand dollars a year. A year, just because you're insulted that you have to provide insurance. Well, there's people out there that would love to have just an extra five hundred bucks a year. Yeah, it, well, but it's it's, it's the simple math of the yeah. whole fucking thing that kills me. I'm like, okay, you, wait a minute, let me get this straight. You are complaining about making an extra two hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. What the fuck is your complaint here? Yeah. yeah. Well, they'll be taking more than half of that and all the things that I'll have to provide. And I'm like, that's what your business. Uh, don't, okay. You, you're, <laughs> you're, you are being so short-sighted and selfish and, and greedy and a fucking yeah. asshole about this. You could be making 200. Just look at it this way. Forget everything else. I'll give you $200,000. Yep. Are you going to turn that away? What the fuck is no. your problem? And I, I've, I've heard that story over and over and over again for the past decade from my friends who have businesses like, well, I'll have to hire more people. And then if I hire one more person or two more people, then I have to provide health care for people. And then I have to set up all this other stuff. And then I'm only going to be making this much more money. Yeah. It's called being responsible. So, so I'm going I'm to sit here. I'm going to hand you okay. $500,000. Fucking A, I'd be happy. And then I'm going to say, but oh. you have to give me 300000 back. You're going to tell me fuck you? No, I still got fucking $200,000. <laughs> but I would ask, what's, what, why, why do you need $300,000 back? What's, Who, what's why, why the fuck do you care? Well, I mean, if it's like a lottery, it's like, oh, you're being taxed on well, it. That's, that's, that's what you got paid. But if it's just some guy that's going to give me a gift, I'm like, why didn't you just give me $200,000 to start with? I just figure it that way. <laughs> okay. Just figure it what's that the way? difference, really? But well, no, but, but, I, I keep thinking about the supply and demand argument. Yeah. I mean, because on, on that side of things, they're saying – you know, oh, yes, I know you'd love to buy my widget, but I can't hire enough people to make my widget for you because otherwise I'd have to pay them a salary and give them benefits. Yeah. So, no, you can't buy my widget. <laughs> what the fuck kind of business owner is that? A Bad. stupid business owner. But seeing on the business side of it, it makes complete sense, though. It's like, okay, the company will bring in an extra $500,000 a year if I hire Four more employees, we can make this much more product, get this much more out. And then after paying them and all the insurance and everything, that brings an extra $200,000 into the business. I'm like, how is that? 
One and not a smart move. And here's the <laughs> other crazy thing is his competition is already doing it. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you talk about like fast food. That's one of the famous arguments is fast food. And if, you know, if we force McDonald's or Burger King, they'd have to raise the price of their Whopper by five cents or some proof, shit like that which, to give their employees uh, benefits. Yeah. But In-N-Out Burger does that. They're, you know, hires, uh, you know, if I, Sonic, they all give their employees, well, I know In-N-Out does. I don't know about the other two. But there are fast food chains that give their employees benefits. They're already doing it. And they survive. Yeah. They compete quite well. They're very successful. They're against expanding Wendy's all over the place. And Burger King and, and all those. So somehow they've been able to figure it out and still be successful. Yeah. So any any industry you talk about where where somebody in that industry is complaining about what you're talking about, Dan, they have some competition who is already doing it and has figured out how to be successful, and they're going to end up winning in the end. But sometimes the industry fights against those people, like the guy that had his company up there, I think it was either in Washington State or, or, or in uh, Oregon, where he wanted to pay his employees a minimum of $70,000 a year. The lowest paid person oh, yeah. in his company yeah, is going to be paid $70,000 a year. There was no such thing as uh, sick leave or, or you know, uh, paid leave. Like, if you needed off of work, it was paid and you got it. Yeah. Just to yeah. make sure everything's good. Okay, make sure to take care of yourself and then come back to work. Yeah. Um, I heard about it that. It turns out it was working really well until a lot of other industries were like, we're not going to do business with this guy anymore. We want. They wanted him to fail at this so bad because they wanted to prove his model didn't work. That places he was ordering from, like products and everything else, were trying to not work with him anymore because they wanted his business model to fail to show, hey, look, that You're doesn't destroying work. Destroying our narrative. Had, that doesn't I had, work. I had heard that they're still doing. They I, are still doing work, but I heard, I heard they had a lot of pushback from other companies that were working. They, they might have. There, but I, I remember that story. And I remember it because it came up a month or so ago. Because all the employees banded together, yeah, pitched in together, and bought the owner a Tesla. A Tesla, holy yeah, shit! Right. That is fucking. That they, just they shows how much they appreciate the owner of the company. They surprised. They had a video on it. They had the owner coming out with a big bow on it, and the whole everyone who worked there had had pitched in for a brand new yeah. Tesla for this guy. Yeah, I've heard he's he's having success with it, but he, I've also heard that he's getting industry pushback from people that are trying uh, to I'm not surprised. trying to make it as hard as possible for him to even make a living but doing what he's doing anymore. He's not the only one doing it. I mean, you know, Starbucks up, yeah. up in the up in Washington, they're doing it too with a uh, uh, minimum wage and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's spreading company to company, but it's all the greedy fuckers it who is. are like, we're going to make sure that you fail because if you succeed in this, then that destroys the narrative that we've been promoting for however yeah. long. Yeah. That, oh no, if we raise the, if we raise our employees pay, then our business is going to collapse and then nobody will have a job anymore. Well, I think we've also created that the, the, the narrative has been created that when you go to work, work isn't supposed to be this thing where you go there and have fun and enjoy it. You're supposed to be working and working hard well, and, and Google fucking disproved that. Oh yeah. I mean, but yeah. I mean, that's like even like old TV and stuff yeah, on TV no, and in, in like media, work is not a thing you're supposed to enjoy where it should be like, no. You should love going to work. You should be able to go to work every day and enjoy your job, like being there, like your boss, like everything about it because they treat you right. Yeah. That's why, I mean, Google has fucking four-star restaurants. They have a fucking spa. 
you know, they, they take care of, I mean, you know, alleviate yeah. all the stress and worries that an employee has to worry about and they're going to fucking work for fucking you. Daycare. Yeah. Well, and they, as far as, as far as I know from the last time I looked into working at Google, they pay their employees to go and do charitable work for, for different companies. Yeah, I, I think it was, I think it was 10 hours a month or something like that, that they just pay you to go do charitable shit. Yeah. Uh, you get, I think it was four or six hours every week to just think about things. Well, yeah, three, three <laughs> to just to just create or think yeah. about how to improve things. Three M does that too. They they give you like ten to fifteen or so percent of your time, and you can use any of the three M resources to just work on private projects. Work on to think of whatever you want, and and then whatever you come up with is is. Part yours and part 3M's. Mm-hmm. So you you have a co-ownership in whatever you come up with. 3M takes part of it too, which makes sense. Yeah. You're using but, company resources and they're paying you for your time. Sure. And, and that's where shit like post-its come from. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's If, if I ran a business, I mean, th- this is the kind of shit I would learn from. This is how I'd fucking run a business. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not a greedy fuck either, so. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think I'm not. <laughs> Uh, but uh, atheists and people say, oh, I don't believe in the devil. Well, it doesn't matter if you believe in the devil or not. There are people who rule the planet who believe in the devil. There are humans who believe in it and who are manifesting it. You got that, Mac? It's real one way or the other. Period. Satan is real. Period. Period. End of story. And it's manifesting. Now, what are you going to do about it? All right. So okay, we mentioned we, can, we mentioned Alex Jones twenty about minutes ago. Twenty minutes ago or so. <laughs> Although on Alex Jones, so I've seen a few of these things, and what yeah. what we need on these videos is like a, a vein popping scale. Oh. <laughs> we we need a scale of one to ten on how big that vein in his neck gets <laughs> to judge the the veracity of each video. And we need like Muppets that are changing the numbers out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need, but we need some objective scale. We, need, I mean, we need to, you know, come up with something to be able to actually measure the size of the vein. Do you, do you guys but, think he really believes the things that he says? I, when we talked about I this before, about that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I'm a cynic, and so I think people like him and and what's her name, the blonde bitch, and um, the blonde bitch. Which uh, one? Palin? Coulter. Coulter. Oh, Ann, Ann Coulter. Coulter. Yeah. Oh. You know, the, the, the I think, I think Ann Coulter. I think Ann Coulter believes what she says. Who's, who's that Asian Ann Coulter? Um, Lisa Lang? But no. she's not crazy. Michelle. No, Lisa's awesome. Michelle. Well, I was going with the opposite being. No, no, no. <laughs> the conservative. Uh, oh, Michelle. Uh, uh, what the fuck is her last name? You know, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, she works for Fox. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're so extremists that, that I can't help but wonder if, if it's an act. If it, if it's just something they created, a persona. For getting ratings. Like, like Stephen Colbert did yeah. with the Colbert Report. Yeah. He created this Republican persona yep. to sell that, that they don't do that just to sell the brand. And. But the, that they're actually some kind of liberal living in some beach house in Santa Barbara or some shit like that. Michelle Malkin. Michelle Malkin. That's who I'm thinking of. I almost wanted to say that uh, David Silverman had talked about that. I can't remember if he with us or somewhere else I'd heard him talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he was – I can't remember whose show he was on. on Fox, well, it, or, we, he was talking about Hannity yeah. versus O'Reilly. But like you said, like, oh, before we aired, like we're talking. It was like just normal conversation back and forth. Then all of a sudden he'd go on air and it's like, boom, attack dog, just complete – 
you know, personality well, yeah. change. I mean, yeah, O'Reilly, O'Reilly's another good example. I mean, he's a, he's a fucking ex-sportscaster, right? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he wasn't, and now all of a sudden he's doing this. Yeah. I just can't help but think that it's it's just a persona they made up. Well, and, and so in, to in, talking to, in talking to Dave, he said that going on, or going on the O'Reilly factor with Bill O'Reilly, you know, backstage and pre-show, Bill's very warm, affable, he's a nice guy, easy to get along with, fun to talk to, whatever. But then as soon as the camera starts rolling... You know, he turns into a pit bull attack dog and and comes at you. He, and he says, and then as soon as the camera stops, he'll turn and look at you and go, "That was good television." <laughs> you know that that it it is. Yeah, he's selling as far as far as O'Reilly goes. It, it's largely an act, and that he's actually a decent guy. And he said that Hannity is the opposite. <laughs> that Hannity, Hannity, everybody I, like, I think he's honest. Yeah, yeah, Hannity actually believes the bullshit that he says, and I think and Beck does too. That everybody that works with Hannity thinks Hannity is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like they all think that Hannity is just a gigantic fucking asshole. Yeah. So I don't know how Combs did it for all those years. I he seemed like just a defeated little person. Yeah, <laughs> but in in a way, I do think Alex Jones is crazy. I think he has some issues, but like like last week, the 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 episode that we released today, when he's talking about the Apple phone and yeah. and and Apple products, <laughs> and he pulls the, out he pulls out an Apple phone as a demonstration of the Apple logo. And it's got a case on it. It's his fucking, fucking phone. phone that he's complaining about Apple products being from the devil and everything. And it's like, okay, if you honestly believed that, I doubt very seriously that you would have it in your fucking pocket, dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, th- but- I think I think he doesn't really believe the things he said. I think for him, it's a money making thing. Well, th- and that's why. I mean, it would be so easy to do it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be so easy to if you had no ethics to create a narrative. <laughs> yeah. This demonistic, you know, Samsung Galaxy Sevens to create some like secret government conspiracy <laughs> about Galaxy Sevens <laughs> blowing up and that's some <laughs> kind of NSA thing. You know, uh, if if you think about it for like ten minutes, you could create some kind of you know psychobabble uh, narrative yeah, to is because to, it was it alien technology. To tie to, that into the NSA. Well, we tried to use the alien technology before it was really available, and we understood it totally. Yeah. <laughs> or so, that wasn't the battery blowing up. That was the NSA tracker in it that was wired in wrong. Or that. There you go. See? It, it doesn't take much to come up with this. All you need is a personality. You to, need that that screen presence. Word, that presence to, yeah. to push it apart. And then that vein popping out of your fucking neck. (laughs) (laughs) And if you say bullshit enough, soon enough it just becomes shit. Well, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the shit that we hear from the Republican Party and conservatives in general is just, if you repeat it often enough, it becomes the truth. Yeah. And I think, maybe. I mean, maybe that's what Alex Jones does. Maybe he does believe it on some level. I don't know. But it, it seems disingenuous to me when I look at evidence like his phone last, yeah. last week that is just like you've got to be fucking kidding me dude that's your fucking phone that you're complaining about being a tool of the devil well, let's see here what he has to say about donald trump Please. being a messenger of god and a king david of our time king david of all people <laughs> it's official donald j trump has won the 2016 <laughs> election in a massive, <laughs> massive landslide. landslide huh Hmm. Oh, shit. Well, 
by the time people hear this, they might know the truth to that, but it's still next <laughs> week for us. So uh, Tracy was looking at my calendar earlier today. Because, well, because I share my calendar with her, so she, yeah. because she's actually my calendar. Like <laughs> she keeps track of all the have, all the different shit that I have to do all the time, and so she reviews my calendar all the time. She's like, "Oh, remember, you got to do this, and do that, and do do whatever," because she's really good at that, and I'm not, and so she helps me out there. So <laughs> anyway, uh, she saw that uh, for next week. It says election results, yeah, but it's scheduled for Monday. Yeah, because we originally were going to record on Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday, right. But my schedule changed. We and so I just dragged it from Wednesday over to Monday, yeah. and now it still says election results. And so we may have to do – I think next week we'll have to do like a, 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 a our reaction to the election going <laughs> either way, right? And then, and then I'll have to so so do two headlines, <laughs> and then you'll know. And then, which then I'll one. have to then but, I'll have to run whichever one was actually a, but the result. We would and have then to you play could run the other one as a blooper reel later <laughs> yeah. on because we'd have to play our Donald Trump reaction because that would be the funnier one. Ah! Yeah. With just, with just Muppet arms waving in the air, <laughs> the sounds of flames behind the sounds us. of aircraft flying over the house and bullets <laughs> flying through the windows and us ducking and covering and it's the end of the world. <laughs> the Mormons were right; end times are upon us. <laughs> it's Jesus. All right, let's continue with the nonsense here. Trump is a godsend. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you straight. A year and a half ago, I began to support Donald Trump. But I was holding my nose. I didn't really know who he was. Oh, I thought you had a sneeze. But after watching him go through this trial of fire, the demonization, the attacks, the lies, all the big billionaires, all of them. What? The, the communist Chinese, the corrupt Saudi Arabians, yeah. the Pope come out against him. Oh. And to see the globalists and both political parties and all the big political bosses line up against him. I am so proud of the fact that I chose the populist. I chose the man who was trying to defend this Republican who's gone through it. <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> Did you guys notice that video? Watch this. Watch this video of Donald Trump coming off the airplane. Just watch him. Watch him. I'm Man. watching. Who was trying to defend <laughs> Oh, we could put dildos in there. Yeah, picture picture two dicks on either <laughs> side. <laughs> we're, we're, we need to Photoshop some dildos in there. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about that Trump's been under fire for a year and a half? And then Trump, he's a populist. Trump hasn't been under fire. Oh, he's a populist for sure. He didn't, the media didn't start paying attention to him until like September. Because they, they thought he was a they joke. They were largely ignoring him. They They let him blather on. You know, MSNBC, fucking what's his name? The the fucking asshole, uh, Misha Brzezinski, and and uh, what's his Joe name? Joe Scarborough. Scarborough, yeah. Scarborough and Brzezinski would have him on all the time, and they just kind of laugh at all his silly shit. Today's show, oh have Donald, him on. you're so stupid. And no one <laughs> would challenge him on anything. No one would bring up the taxes. No one talked about the lawsuits, anything, until September. He has not been under the microscope until September. This this whole thing that he's been under fire for a year and a half. No. Yeah, the GOP didn't like him. Sure, the Pope didn't like him, but you know, but no who one does had, the Pope like? I. He likes it a Pope. People, <laughs> people with dirty feet. True. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals who protect the church instead of the children who were raped by priests. Yeah. But it's just it's just idiot this this argument that yeah and I I keep hearing it and we're gonna hear it a lot more after he loses oh it, yeah yeah that's the media's fault mm. but the media didn't even pay attention to him until September 
Donald Trump is before, the media. Yeah. Before that, everyone was focused on Hillary mm-hmm. and all the bad shit she was doing. For the last two years, it's been all about Hillary and Benghazi and emails. Yep. That's all the media has cared about. Benghazi! So, keeping, keeping her in the media in a negative light. Blaming blaming the media for it, – it's just idiotic in my opinion because they weren't even paying attention. Disingenuous at best. Disingenuous, yeah. Populist, I chose the man who was trying to defend this Republican who's gone through hell. Donald Trump has won the 2016 election. Not – Whether they end up stealing it from him or oh. whether he gets him to office, it doesn't okay. That's Trump where has promoted going. nationalism. Trump has exposed globalism. He has exposed the whole crony capitalist system. He has. He is a crony capitalist. Yeah, that's yeah. his business model. Pretty much. Yeah. That not pretty much. Well, that's a, yeah, that's, that's exactly, what he says yeah. it is. Donald Trump says I give money to everybody. That's fucking crony yeah. capitalism. Uh, yeah. I give money to everybody. I give money to all the politicians to to meet and the then, ends of my goal. And then and, and, when I need help, then they're there yeah. for me. That is crony capitalism. That is fucking Donald Trump to a T. Show how unfair deals have been made. And if you thought the Liberty Bibbit with Barry Goldwater 50 years ago was powerful. Did he say the Liberty Bibbit? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, Liberty, I thought he was talking about Liberty Bell. And then he was like, oh, four. Did you see the Liberty Bibbit? But with Barry Goldwater 50 years ago was powerful, or Ron Paul 10 years ago, or now Donald Trump. It is an exponential growth curve going straight up. Bottom line. Trump is a godsend, an imperfect <laughs> messenger of God, but nevertheless, a King David of our time. Oh. Trump, Trump is rebranding his his entire brand. They're not even going to name hotels Trump no. anymore. Because his name has no value anymore. He has a, no value whatsoever. What's what's that new name they have for uh, I'd seen it. It was like Scion or something like that. Oh, I think that's it. Yeah, because I I heard it. I'm like, isn't that a car? Can we discuss for a moment, please? The 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 logical inconsistency demonstrated by somebody who says that a perfect God selects an imperfect messenger. Well, you, you, that's not possible. That is not logically consistent. A perfect being yeah. cannot be anything but, but perfect. perfect. Yeah. They cannot choose anything other than perfection. Either your God is flawed or doesn't exist, which is what I would, which is what I would argue, <laughs> or, or you should stop saying well, bullshit like my perfect God provides imperfect messengers. Yeah. So wait a minute. What was the exact or, quote? Cause I mean, one could argue that that what what's being what's being said is that God is choosing the most perfect messenger available, and and that humanity there is no perfect human to choose from, and Trump's the God, most perfect. God creates all the humans, though, right? Well, there is, yeah. That. So he could <laughs> create a created perfect a perfect human. human, but if he created a perfect human, that human would then be God. So we can't create a perfect human. We're all well, born. We are all born in sin. And you've just exposed the again <laughs> well, the yeah. logical inconsistencies with their religious views, right? But but to even argue that Trump is the most perfect, even flawed, is the most perfect amongst us is is just idiotic. But the, I mean, the, with the all the me. 
I mean, the court cases we're about to go into yeah. on teen rape and, and and fraud, fraud, and and all the other and bragging about sexual assault. Yeah, and apparently lying, God God is all into sexually assaulting women, lying seventy three percent of the time. Yep, and the, and we're all less than Trump. I know that's no, I, no, it's fucking bullshit. So, well, here here's the actual quote. Let's see. Yeah. You thought the liberty movement with Barry Goldwater 50 years ago was powerful. Yeah, he he didn't say bivet. <laughs> I don't know what a bivet is. It is an exponential growth curve going straight up. Bottom line, Trump is a godsend, an imperfect messenger of God, but nevertheless, a King David of our time. An imperfect messenger, but and nevertheless. God, God could not have selected a more perfect Yet still imperfect messenger. If God was actually backing a candidate, wouldn't you expect that that candidate would be leading in the polls yeah. 80 to 20 well, at least? There, there's that. Too. If God had picked somebody as his official representative here on earth to lead the to lead I God's mean, nation of America, yeah. that if, that person would be fucking destroying their opponent in the polls. Well, yeah. here's here's the issue right now with, with God and picking the candidate. It's football season. He is working He's way too busy. hard <laughs> trying to figure well, out which team's going to win. Well, Raiders. And, and, <laughs> the, and the Cubs. I mean, yeah. we've got the World Series. We're in the middle of the I mean, World Series. Right? We're going to game six. Yeah. God has to make it go to game seven to make He's, it interesting. He's got a lot on his plate. He does. Is game six tonight? Uh, game five was last night. Now they've got to go to Cleveland. So game so six, game will, six be will be tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So is it four to three? No. No, or then not, it would be over. Uh, I'm sorry, three it's, to um, three, three, two. It's three, two, three right two. now. Three, three two. two for the Braves right now. Three, for the Braves. Yeah. yeah. But they're coming. No, they're going to. Cleveland now. Yeah. They're done in Chicago, so now they're going to Cleveland. So they got a one-day break at, with travel. So they'll be playing Cleveland tomorrow, and that's going to be really hard. So I actually wonder if the Cubs pull, pull it out and win the next two games, because they have to win the next two games mm-hmm. to win. Um, Nate Silver has uh, Cleveland winning. I think I I think Cleveland's going to win too. But if if the Cubs could pull it off and win a World Series on the road, that'd be pretty astonishing. Yeah, it would what? fit into the Bizarro universe we now find ourselves in over uh, over a hundred years, right? Yeah, huh? Yeah, and they'd have to win it with a uh, <laughs> uh, a three game winning streak. Has that not happened? I don't know, but it's, I've heard it's very hard to come back from that in baseball. Yeah. I think in anything, really. Like, a lot of times, like, oh, it's like, you win one, we win one, you win one, we win one. It's like Cleveland will be one game away for four games straight. So, World Series is seven games, right? Seven games. Seven games. Okay. It's first to four. Well, it's first to four. Best of seven. Best of seven. Yeah, best of seven. That's how much I watch the sports ball. I only watch. Uh, <laughs> I, I pay attention. I'm I'm big on on this just because a bunch of my friends are big Cubs fans. I only watch baseball so, during the World Series. I don't watch during the regular season because there's same here. I'm like it's I, I I don't get behind all the math of the regular season. I I watch the Super Bowl, but I don't watch football. That's the funny thing is I don't watch the Super Bowl. I play March Madness, but I well I don't watch the Super Bowl. I watch the commercials and then kind of yeah. have the Super Bowl on in the background. I watch while I'm eating chicken wings yeah. and trying to hit on my friends. Sister, um, <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh, well, 
I'll play March Madness, although I won't fucking know what I'm putting in. So I'll use like the Fibonacci sequence to help me choose numbers for March Madness because I have no fucking well, idea what I'm doing. You um, know, you know that sequence proves God. Well, and that's why you use it. Oh, okay. And Fibonacci. Actually, yeah. I, yeah, I, I do. I do whatever. very fairly well in March Madness using the Fibonacci <laughs> sequence. It should be called so, the God sequence because it, God it, be, it yeah. proves God. <laughs> People are fucking stupid. How does so, it prove God? Is this something you've actually heard somewhere? Yeah. That the Fibonacci sequence proves well, God. Yeah. Because Fibonacci sequence can be found so much in nature. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, oh, and like seashells and like plant life and everything. They're like, oh, so I get tool up perfect. Butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> tool song. It's, it's in a yeah, tool yeah. song. So they're like, that's, a, that's created. God created that. Mm-hmm. So God created the Fibonacci sequence. I see. So the Fibonacci as a rule to define the universe. Yeah. <sighs> so <laughs> I'm not saying I ipso facto whoopity fucking doo doo. I, I just think it's a cool sequence. It is. It's, I, it's, it's a very cool mathematical from a mathematical standpoint. Yeah. It's kind of a cool sequence. It's something Matt I would use. say that's a bunch of didgeridoo doo. But I always like that. I've always found that post really interesting, where it shows the seashell with the Fibonacci sequence laid over top of it, yeah, showing the e- how equal it is for the shit going around well, and stuff, and, and, and all it that, just looks cool. All that proves is that the, the, I, it, well, the growth it rate is it doesn't prove prove anything, but it it illustrates possibly that that there's something in that that organization in that structure that nature. Uh, inherently and finds as the most beneficial finds yeah. as the most beneficial and so you find it in so many things in seashells and butterflies because it works flowers because it works that structure works all the other structures are gone because they didn't because fucking work. they didn't fucking work that's that's all it really it's proves. like and it doesn't necessarily prove it per se even like dna models of our structure and stuff I'm like it looks neat it looks cool doesn't mean God did it. Just it's fucking cool. It just it's what means that's what, <laughs> what worked. Yeah, that's the yeah. best way that these things found the bond together. Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Alex has this point, and it's a, and it's an important one. I would have say ten years ago said. Listen to all this stuff. He believes that people put cancer virus in vaccine in order in order to create a eugenics program. That's what he that's what he believes. We talk about medical discoveries. And and, and we would have said and we would and I would have said, hey, that's kind of mad and so on. And it's an interesting psychological phenomenon. The the problem is the conspiracy theories like this are believed are believed in Hey, listen, I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. Okay, our government in the U.S. is building FEMA camps. We have an NDAA where they disappear people now. You have this arrest for public safety, life in prison. You are the worst person I've ever interviewed. No, no, it's basically off with their heads, disappear. David, thank you for being with us. InfoWars.com. Half past 11. You're watching the Sunday Politics. We have an idiot on the program today. Coming up in just 20 minutes. You will not stop the Republic. Humanity is awakening. InfoWars.com. No. You guys are crazy. I'll be looking at the week the ahead with our political stupid. panel. You're Until crazy. then, the Think Sunday the politics across know. the You're UK. You and the Godless Revolution will be reassimilated in three, two, one. Okay, so the next story I want to do... Oh, Kling and shit. Comes to us from Gordon Kling and shit. We haven't heard from him for no, a little while. It's been, a, it's been about a month, probably. Chaplin. Of course, he's Chappy. talking about gay stuff. 
He's all he's all consumed with the gay he stuff. He is. He thinks he doth protest too much. NBC News reports that in an effort to begin the process of rectifying health-related issues that disproportionately affect the homosexual community, some call it the LGBTQ community, the National <laughs> Institutes of Health, NIH, some? announced last Thursday that they will formally designate Sexual and Gender Minorities, SGMs. SGMs. It sounds like he wants to vomit in his mouth just saying the word sexual. (laughs) Sexual Gender Minorities. I have never heard of that acronym before. Either SGMs. I had not heard of it. Now all of a sudden they're, okay. Minorities, SGMs, as a health disparity population for NIH research. You mean they're segmenting out? For study, an entire group of people who behave a certain way that has corresponded now to a decline in their health? Could it be that their behavior and their health are connected? Yes. The federal government's going to study this. Oh my gosh. As if we already didn't know. But now, this man, El Seo Perez Stable, a medical doctor (laughs) who is the director of the NIH and Minority Health and Health Disparities... He said in a statement, quote, Mounting evidence indicates that SGM, or sexual and gender minorities, the gay crowd, those populations <laughs> have less access to health care and higher burdens of certain diseases such as depression, cancer, and HIV AIDS. Because they are but- refused medical attention because they're gay? And higher rates of depression because of people like this y- fucking yeah. clown who's talking about them right now? It's not being gay that makes them depressed. No, it's the treatment from people like yeah. this fucking asshole. <laughs> but the extent and causes of health disparities are not fully understood, and research on how to close the, these gaps is lacking. This designation marks an important and necessary step in realizing NIH's mission to advance the health of all Americans, end quote. Just an aside, I always worry a little bit when they say these people are underserved because what that means is they're going to start pouring out more government handouts. Oh. Yeah, fuck fuck taking care of people who yeah. need help. Or giving them I mean, equal access to, to help. Clearly that that's not what get. Jesus would have wanted no. is to help those who no. are less fortunate, right? No. Fuck the lepers and prostitutes. And the meek. Yeah. They're not, the, the meek poor. inheriting the earth? Bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Unless they have major medical. <laughs> yeah. If they pay their premiums, they're good to go. To people who behave a certain way. So now they're going to get bonus pay to treat the diseases which they bring on due to their behavior. No. The bonus way pay? Jesus did? Bonus pay? And these, these things that they, like depression and cancer... You don't get depression and cancer just because you're gay. Mm-mm. That's not like, oh, that's a gay disease. <laughs> he's got cancer? Oh, you know what that means? He's gay. Well, fuck when HIV and AIDS was was first yeah. was first running rampant throughout the US, it was called the gay plague yeah. or the gay cancer. Yeah. Because nobody knew what it was. Your taxpayer dollars at work, I can see that coming soon. Actually, the NIH isn't entirely taxpayer-funded, is it? The NIH? I don't know. National Institute of Health, I would imagine that it is. 
I thought they I thought they got it was like a mix some private funding also a mix of uh, private public it could funding. be could be I don't know I'm I not do a, not know I don't know but either way it, I mean it it still doesn't change the message of no it it doesn't that just certainly these people who don't have these services and need them should get them yeah. 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 And if there's a way to provide them, then we should do that as decent fucking human beings yeah, yeah, who care yeah. about other human beings. Single payer healthcare system, you get it no matter what the fuck. It would be interesting. So, I mean, he was giving these quotes from this NIH guy. I, w- I would love to read where he got the quote from. Yeah. And just see how out of context he took those statements. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because, you know, it could have been a 15-page report, and he's taking three sentences out of that 15-page report. Yeah, if this I was mean, the kind of show where we did some actual no, research no, and homework <laughs> before. We- <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to turn the show into, like, fact check. Yeah, we're not mad. The, the godless fact check here. But, no, I I don't the, – the first thing I do – whenever anyone posts a meme or something like that with a quote like that, one of the first things I do is Just go I, I find go the and, source. I find the source first to find out if they even got the quote correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, you know, if it's got a picture of Abraham Lincoln, half the time it's wrong. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> well, Abraham Lincoln himself said that most memes on the internet are bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 73% of uh, – He had AOL. <laughs> But then to to look at the entire context of the quote too. So, but that's just my own anal retentive personality. No, I do that about that. Generally so, speaking, yeah. If it comes from somebody who I know generally does the same thing I do, then sometimes I'll let it slide, and it's bitten me a couple times. But yeah, usually I've gotten I've gotten nailed reposting something that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then. Ten minutes later, I I think well, I'll fact check that. Snopes.com has an article or something like that. I'm like, oh shit! Ah, I got well, you. They got me. God damn it! I think it's where sometimes our everybody's bias comes into account. Where you see something, you're like, oh hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And you post it up, and you go, well maybe I should look into it a little more. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, it's not true. Yeah, I've I've got nailed. So we went from. Uh, are we back on Jim Baker? Uh, well, what this is this is cool, uh, right? So this is contrasting. This is these are competing uh, religious narratives now right he's now. Our Saint uh, Peter. So we go from Before Alex Jones David. saying he's King David. King David. Jim Baker says no, 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 no. No, he's our Saint Peter. Who's saying he's our Jesus? Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously, didn't, didn't you see those clips of him comparing himself to Jesus, saying that he was a carpenter for his father for a little while, oh, fuck yes. and that that he's the only one who will suffer the slings and arrows for the people? <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm watching it just, and my jaw was on the floor, like he's comparing himself to Jesus Christ right now. And the evangelicals don't have a problem with this. They're all still going to back him after he says this fucking shit. Yep. Well, this is Jim Baker. Okay. This should be fun. Jim Baker, the slop bucket King competing, (laughs) competing with Alex Jones, as far as which, which biblical character Donald Trump best represents. Yeah. If you understand Jesus, Jesus always, he picked the foolish things. He picked the, the As he's holding up his books. He seemed to have the wisdom. He picked, you know, and Peter, and I compare, and I think Mace yeah. is about Peter. I, I talk about David in here a little bit too. But I, I talk about Peter as, you know, he calls Jesus, Jesus calls him uh-huh. from this boat. 
They're out fishing. And and they in the Bible says he didn't hesitate. Just like Trump would. Trump would have jumped out of the boat. If there was a pussy to grab, he would have grabbed it. He just immediately he said, Yes, I'll go with you. Right. And then we see Peter cutting a guy's ear off. We see Peter uh cursing and swearing, saying, I just, you know, as any great biblical character yes. would be doing, yeah. cutting people's ears off and swearing. I don't even know Jesus. I mean, that's the most awful thing you could do is deny Jesus Christ. Oh, is it? But what is we? Okay. I hereby deny Jesus Christ. I, I, I raise both of my hands in the air. Well. I'll raise all three of mine. I deny Jesus Christ. I deny the Holy Spirit. It's all fuckery. You know what I think the worst thing to do? Hmm. Kick a fucking puppy. That's worse. Much worse. That's Much worse. worse. That's worse. That's way worse. I would harm you for kicking a puppy. I would. <laughs> I would just kick you while denying Jesus if you kicked a puppy. <laughs> then we see him preaching the first day of the church, the day of Pentecost, preaching. 3,000 people get saved. This swearing heathen. Yeah, that's right. Because blue, blue he followed Jesus. That's right. He became a disciple of Jesus Christ, an apprentice of Jesus Christ. He literally learned it all by walking with the Savior. Right. And he preached the most magnificent sermon, quoting from Old Testament. <laughs> and- <laughs> Jesus. That was, that was a great impression. Remember, <laughs> remember when I said we need that Muppet to do the vein, like, counting? He is the Muppet. <laughs> he really he does. Like, he looks, he like, looks like, like Ernie, doesn't yeah. he? If we did, if, if we did video for this, I would want to have a Jim Baker puppet. <laughs> it would be easy to put together. Yeah. <laughs> we'd we'd be making furniture out of his slop buckets. Yeah, just have Jim Baker over here, like <laughs> actually, that's what it would be. He'd be like the uh, uh, the the garbage guy uh, off the Sesame Street, Oscar. He, but he'd be coming over one of the slop buckets. <laughs> Old Testament. <laughs> and literally taking knowledge. And, and they were saying, well, these are unlearned. And, and what ignorant men. Mm-hmm. They're and, drunk. Yes. And, and yeah, then they accused him of being drunk. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Jesus chose a businessman to give him governmental keys to restore the kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jesus is putting his hand on a Peter right now. Like, like you're just saying, it's a business. He's putting man. his hand on a Peter? Trump is the businessman <laughs> with the keys of the kingdom right now to wreck what hell has been doing over the United States. Oh. And this book and these videos mm-hmm. of this message from Dr. Walnow will bless you. I mean, Doctor this of is, what? You can you can buy my slop buckets, and while you're shitting your guts out, watch these videos <laughs> and read these books while you're sitting on the toilet, shitting your fucking guts out from eating my slop buckets. And since we know you live in a trailer, if you're buying these DVDs and videos <laughs> and the slop buckets, we know you can see your fucking TV from the shitter. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. And we, we put it's together be amazing. a baker's dozen of... God's oh, chaos uh, candidate, Donald J. Trump, and the America. This Baker's Dozen has 12. I, I'd love for you to order a Baker's Dozen yes. and just pass.
cash them out right. before the election. Oh, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. So you just want more money. Be, be a good person. And buy 12, 12 of my books. Buy 13. Yeah. And 13 for the price of 12. Yeah. Friends. You want to be able and to pass share. them out. You that are going to vote for Trump, you need to give this to those people saying, well, never Trump. You know, well, I'll tell you what. America's got one last chance. Yeah. You said that last and time. You don't understand. I'm telling you. There is a shaking coming. And that They're shaking, called earthquakes. I believe it's going to bring the greatest revival. Things are going to happen. And God wants to give us Things are going to happen. who has enough sense to manage this country right. in chaos. You know why aliens haven't talked to us yet? You fucking Jim Baker. You know what they never give is a timeline. No. They never tell you a no. timeline. This is no. our last chance. If Donald Trump isn't elected, this is our last chance. Okay, so give me a timeline. How long How long yeah. before shit starts to slide into oblivion? Yeah. How long before the country is utterly destroyed? Tell me that, motherfucker. Don't well, tell me that this is our last chance because you say that every fucking election that you, yeah. get, that you lose. Well, and they, I mean, they learned the lesson from – from the fucking, uh, you know, the the uh, all the other apocalypse people. Yeah. From the Heaven's who, Gate cult. <laughs> the Heaven's Gate. From, uh, you know, just all the others who set specific deadlines that come and go. Yeah, that guy and, that passed away this past year that was always doing the deadlines. Uh, yeah. Harold Camping. Yeah. Harold Camping. Yeah, Camping. And he set his deadline. And the then, Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> then, yeah, Jehovah's. And then his deadline came and went in. Oh, it was a spiritual. Yeah. It wasn't a real. It was a spiritual. And the real one comes next year. And Yeah. So, no, they, they're smart enough to learn the lesson. Or, from from those. Well, things. that's like or, when we had Joanne Hanks. That's on. What I was just thinking like that's that's the best example when, right there. When she when she you know she wrote her book about living in the polygamist cult right. and and saying that when the time came for for the destruction of the earth, the the cult leader told them that oh, oh it really happened, but then God folded time back. back. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so that you so that you don't so, really know. So all the dead bodies and the we were all, we were yeah. all judged. Yeah. The earth ended, heaven the, the came, food, all the, the food the got eaten. All of that actually happened, and then God folded time back. And we don't remember it because <laughs> Superman reversed <laughs> yes. time. Yes. He spun around the world. Yeah. Oh, is this That's what, what the cult leader said. <laughs> it was fucking. In order to excuse away that the apocalypse and the second coming of Christ didn't happen that anybody could actually Jesus. remember. That, that was one of the spots in the book that I highlighted because I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy is this yeah. what an aneurysm feels like <laughs> i swear to god so so this baker guy so baker baker is comparing trump to saint peter uh what's his name before was comparing him to uh david king david, david. king david uh trump himself compares himself to jesus i wish i had time i mean there's fucking eight days left i don't have time I, I I'm pretty sure I could go through every fucking uh, biblical figure in the Bible. Oh yeah, and, and come up with some analogy. Moses leading the, leading Whoa. leading people leading all the racists out of out of <laughs> darkness into the promised land. Well, you, 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 know, you probably don't have to do it. Someone probably already did it for you. There's probably people well, on the internet that have already compared there him. There might all these be some fucks. some comedian who's done that, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I could think of like a, a Moses analogy to to Trump, you know, le leading all the racists and the bigots and the 
you know, all, all those people all out, of, out off of a their, cliff off a cliff would be good. All out of the darkness, out of the closets that we've buried them in, and now they're free to you know come into the promised land. And free to America. say all of the racist, hateful yeah, things that, they the bullshit, been, yeah. that have been rolling around in their tiny brains. That, that society hasn't has squashed out of them because where now yeah. you're it's acceptable. Well, to be I can't racist. go anywhere and call somebody nigger these days without people looking down on me. That's... Oh, what kind of bullshit is that? Okay. Yeah, the other day I was sitting outside of an abortion clinic. Holding up a sign with some aborted fetus eyes on it, uh-huh. and these women were looking at me like I was doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought that I went to where they was gonna have a, have an abortion and told them that they were really evil people for doing it. <laughs> I was just trying to save them from hellfire, from hellfire and all damn nations, and to save that innocent little baby that's yeah. growing inside their tummies. I even planted a bomb in one of the doctor's trucks, but my wiring was bad. The stork done did all that work delivering the baby over to the mama's belly, and now she's just going to get rid of it. I mean, those storks, they don't come cheap, and (laughs) they do their work for the Lord every day. I got Luann over there. She's got 15 of these little fuckers running around now, and I ain't never even poked her. That's, uh, she's had immaculate conceptualized 15, 15 times. times. And you know they're immaculate because none of them even look anything like no. me. <laughs> no, we got a few of the dark ones, a few of the light ones, some shades in between. <laughs> She always has these gentlemen callers coming over to take care yeah. of things and help her with things around the house. I tend to look at my family like Neapolitan ice cream. They're, they all seem to be plumbers wanting to check her undercarriage <laughs> and clean out her pipes and something. True. I don't know. Last week, I got underneath that there house to look for a raccoon that got loose and was fucking with some of the wiring, and my TV was out because I've been stealing from my neighbor, and I don't know what the fuck was up with that. But anyways, I checked the plumbing when I was under there, and it didn't look like anybody's been down there cleaning any of that plumbing lately. And she says that she's helping them clean out every pipe they got. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I think she needs to get a refund. <laughs> I think she's being taken for a ride. Yeah. But good, <laughs> but good news. Been, Literally. But she's, but she's been smiling a whole lot. True. But we've even got more good news. Luann's expecting number 16 of the Immaculate <laughs> Conception here next month. <laughs> we call them the 16 G's-I. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're so going to hell. <laughs> I if there if no, there was a heaven and a hell, no fucking hell. I, if there if there was, if I there would was. much rather go to hell. Because I would rather go to hell. There, I I think I think the, the Christian narrative of a heaven is in itself a, a separate type of hell. Yeah. yeah, one of one of abject subjugation where you do nothing but worship a deity who commits horrific acts or allows horrific acts to happen all the time, many of them in his own name, and you spend the rest of eternity worshiping at this being's feet. That sounds like hell to me. Well, and and even beyond that, I mean, you know, my, and and I would agree with that. But even beyond that, I mean, my kids, I love my kids. I adore my daughters. They're wonderful. Spending eternity with them, that would be fucking hell. (laughs) That would be hell for them, too. They don't want to hang around me. They don't want to be around me for eternity, and I don't want to be around, you know, distance. They're grown. You know, we need some space. 
Well, I told, sure you, I, told Ryan, I, I told Ryan a few episodes ago, it's hard to miss you when you never leave, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you're always here. <laughs> I mean, there are a whole shitload of family members that I don't really want to hang out with oh, yeah. anymore. And how does that work anyway? Like, if you go to heaven and you want to spend time with a certain group of people, does that mean they have to spend time with you? Or can yeah. they choose to spend time with the people that they want to spend time with? Yeah. No. And what about the people above them who they want to spend time with? Well, and, and I'm adopted. Who the fuck do I hang out with? My True. adopted family or my bio family? Well, how does that factor into things? Yeah. It's so interesting to me how uh, faux-mystified everybody is uh, at Donald Trump's rise, his ascension. And uh, it's no mystery to me. There's no mystery at all. You know? I mean... At least 25% of this country has always been ignorant, racist, xenophobes who uh, are easily appealed to on an emotional level. That's it. That's, that's, been, that's always been the case. That's, they didn't just pop up. I'm pretty sure Negan's God. Negan, have you guys, do you, you don't, you don't watch The Walking Dead, do you, Grant? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. yeah have you watched both Episode episodes one? of... Of this season? Um, I've seen the first episode. So you didn't watch last night's yet? I haven't watched last night's okay. yet. Okay. Yeah. The first episode was fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh my God, it was brutal. Jesus Christ. I don't want to I don't want to throw any spoilers no, out there. But no spoilers, yeah. but Holy fuck. Shit. Yeah. When I, I read an article a few weeks before saying that, that they have a lot of liberty yeah. because the origins of The Walking Dead are, are such that they would do – Things like that in the story. So they had a lot of liberty to kind of do things. And so I'm like, okay, well, that's interesting. And then they're fucking, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That was that was fucking brutal. So, no, I haven't seen last night yet. Yeah. Tracy was was shaken. But yeah. he was. Shaken and shaking by the end of that. He was fucking effective, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the way, what's his name? Negan. Negan. The way, yeah, I mean the way Negan reprogrammed what's his name? Yeah, I'm bad with names, so that's okay because it would um, be a spoiler. But yeah, the way he reprogrammed him, yeah, I shit. Yeah, it just yeah, it was it was disturbing. Yeah, so we have time for a couple can, more things. Well, maybe. we have time for about one more. We've got a. I'm I'm keeping an eye on the clock. Okay, so we've got a couple from Lance Wall now, a couple from Kellyanne Conway. Oh, Kellyanne. Let's do let's do Kellyanne. We haven't gotten to her at all yet. She's and, so funny. And then we have, I mean, we have a positive thing that we could end on with just eleven more days. Here are seven things that will make you smile after Trump loses this god awful election. Let's okay. let's do that. Let's, let's smile at the that. end. You want to do smile that? Like let's it. smile. Well, can we do? I want to do at least one Kellyanne. Okay, we can do one. Okay, so we'll do. We have two different ones. We have Kellyanne Conway. Donald Trump is persecuted by the media. <laughs> Or mm. Kellyanne Conway scoffs at Trump child rape oh, case. That's the one I was talking about earlier. Next, you're going to ask about his taxes. Yes, yeah, that was the one I mentioned earlier. Should we do this one? Sure. sure. Okay. This so, one sounds fun. And and I said this before the show. If if any of you or if anyone listening, if you're ever running for office, 
If you need a campaign, you should hire Kellyanne Conway. I mean, the the woman is a fucking genius. She's super effective at I would, doing a job protecting an awful person. She is an awful. What she says is awful. What she is an awful person. She's representing an awful person, but she's doing it really fucking well. <laughs> she does the a way, great job of protecting an awful can, person. The way she can say the shit she says with a straight face and and the the illogical connection she makes is is just amazing she'd be a good defense attorney for i would i would love to know what her paycheck is oh i would love to know how much she's being paid well to sell her soul if she's like this because she can't believe this that's gonna be part of his fec filings right well if you ever release any of his taxes but if she if she's getting paid like everyone else on this campaign it's zero (laughs) dollars well yeah there was an article today like some uh, some of his campaign people he owes them seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars. He hasn't, and he paid hasn't paid anybody paid yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anyone does business with Trump and not gets and doesn't get paid or up front. His reputation has the, to be known. Yeah, exactly. I've seen too many stories of him not paying people left and right. That I I, I would never do business with Trump without being paid up. Oh front. yeah, yeah. That would be part of my contract. Like, I will do the work, but you're paying me up front. I'll do like two weeks of work, and if you don't pay me for those two weeks, I'm gone. I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't do any work until well, I was paid. Yeah, because that's still two more. That's still two weeks that's that I would put into weeks. something yeah, okay. that I could True. have been doing something else and getting paid for. Yeah, and then he no, may no. skate off with and and get somebody else to come and work another two weeks and not pay them. Yeah, and just. Build his, build his empire two weeks at a time that way. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, like H.H. Holmes. <laughs> I, would, I would love to know what her paycheck is. And, and yeah, she's definitely amazing at her job. I think that's got to be part of his FEC filing. I, I, I should look that up. Yeah. That would be interesting to know. So, anyway, this is, uh, this comes to us from Raw Story. It says the Kellyanne Conway scoffs at Trump child rape case, quote, next you're going to ask about his taxes. Uh, Trump campaign manager Kellyanne Conway declined on Monday to address how a lawsuit addressing Donald Trump accuse. I'm sorry, to address how a lawsuit accusing Donald Trump of raping a child would impact his presidency. During an interview on CNBC, Conway accused Hillary Clinton's campaign of being quote sneaky end quote by asking the FBI to release more information about emails that were found on longtime aide Huma Abedin's computer. Quote. Just ask Huma what's on there. Just ask Anthony Weiner what's on there, she insisted. They are now trying to politicize the FBI. According to Conway, Clinton was encouraging her supporters to boo FBI Director James Comey. Quote, it's a very dangerous precedent to have somebody that was Secretary of State, First Lady, U.S. Senator, wants to be President of the United States and be Commander-in-Chief, encouraging people to boo, she opined. Has she never, ever seen a Donald Trump rally? <laughs> no. I, oh, my yeah, God. I, Donald Trump encourages people yeah. to boo the media who were there giving him airtime. Donald, Donald Trump kicks out his own supporters. Yeah. <laughs> he kicked out a black supporter, supporter from his own rally. Because he was black. black. Because so he, he was fucking black. And so he figured that he couldn't possibly be a Donald Trump supporter. <laughs> well, it, it was a KKK-only invite. Well, it was South Carolina. (laughs) I imagine Donald Trump standing behind his podium on stage, looking out into the crowd and going, who let the burned one in here? Get him out. Get him out. 
And, and this guy has been a supporter of Trump for decades. He sent him a condolence letter, letter back like decades ago when he divorced uh, – what's her name? Not uh, before Molly Maple. Ivana. Yeah. When he divorced Ivana, he sent Trump a condolence letter and Trump <laughs> wrote him back. Uh, thank you. So, That's, you're so uh, gracious. I really appreciate hearing from you, yeah. Turkey. But I'll grab another <laughs> pussy tomorrow. I'm good. And he's still voting for Trump. Thank you for After the letter, Al Jolson. His- I greatly appreciate your support. It's fucking nonsense. Uh, let's. Hey, you were saying, oh, we're, I'm just gonna. Oh, I'm gonna cut straight to the. Okay, I'm gonna cut please. straight to the clip here. Straight from the horse's mouth. She kind of looks like a horse. I wasn't. That's that's. that's and now I feel bad because now I feel in, like Donald Trump. I was just trying to use one of those <laughs> idioms, and you you went all like, <laughs> Trumpy on you. Yeah. I went Trumpy on you. You're welcome. I want to talk about the emails for a second and just sure. try to understand this. Would you prefer um, that he, that Comey or the FBI, release information as it goes in real time? Or, I mean, I'm assuming that you benefit to some degree by everyone not knowing exactly what's in the emails. But it's very possible that when we find out the emails are going to be either good or bad. What, would, what do you think is the right thing to happen? To us, the right thing to do is whatever the FBI thinks the investigation is taking it wherever the investigation is taking them. I mean, it's not for us to say speed it up because of the election or slow it down because of the election. I think had he sat on this explosive information, right. he would have. He could very well have. They did sit the election. on it. They sat on it for well, a couple of weeks. Well, they did sit on it, turns out, and the DOJ may be in hot water here. But look, um, I want the FBI to do what it always does in, in its investigations, which is take the time, release things as you think it's pertinent. But I think the Clinton people are doing two sneaky things here. One is they're asking for information they know they're not going to get in the next six to eight days. How is that sneaky? How is it sneaky to ask for them to release information? Yeah, like, am I under investigation or am I not under investigation? You're investigating me. What have you found out? Please fucking let me know. And that's sneaky? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, sir, you're you're arrested. Well, for what? Well, uh, we'll wait and tell you later. You did a little Chewbacca gurgle there. Uh, now I can't do it. I, I, I had some phlegm in the back of my throat in just the right spot. Thanks for sharing. Well, that's the only way you can make that gurgle noise. <laughs> so you were earlier, Grant, you were saying that Kellyanne Conway does a great job of representing Donald Trump, representing awful people in a great way. Yeah. Uh, she, I know that she really made Rachel Maddow very angry because during an interview with Rachel Maddow when she first joined the campaign after Steve Bannon and Roger Ailes were linked to the campaign, uh, Rachel Maddow had Kellyanne Conway on there and asked her specifically, you know, Donald Trump is, you know, accused of being a sexist and a womanizer. And this was before the Billy Bush right, right. tape Before came Pussygate. Out. Yeah, before Pussygate. Uh you know, Donald Trump is accused of being a womanizer and being sexist and a misogynist. And Roger Ailes recently left Fox News because of right. the accusations right. of, of you know, things that he Sexually, did to Gretchen Carlson yeah. and and yeah, all of these all of these sexual misconduct, misconduct yeah. and predatory uh, interactions that he had with female staffers at Fox News. And now I'm hearing that he's part of the Donald Trump campaign, either in an official or unofficial capacity as an advisor. Can you confirm or deny any of this? And Kellyanne Conway said flatly, no, Roger Ailes is not part of the campaign. He never has been. As far as I know, he never will be. Blah, blah, blah. 
I've, I can confirm to you now and tell you that absolutely in no way is Roger Ailes part of this campaign. And then we find out that, yes, indeed, yeah, Roger is. Ailes is part of the campaign. And, yeah. And I, and I don't deny that, you know, Kellyanne. That, so she that represents she, people really well, but she, she doesn't lies, by lying. She <laughs> lies. Yes. Yeah, she lies to her teeth. She twists the truth. She uses the most god awful logic. She she will make a point about one thing. Oh, what was it? Just a couple of weeks ago, she made a point about one thing about um oh about uh being that that um uh you don't settle cases unless you're guilty. Oh, so right. she was talking about Bill Clinton, and Bill Clinton settled all these cases against these women. Donald Trump and, has settled and a slew you, of cases. You don't, you don't settle cases and pay eight. I wouldn't pay eight hundred thousand dollars if I'm innocent, and all that. And uh, what's his name for Meet the Press? Turn that around and say and said uh, uh, Chuck Chuck Todd. Yeah. Turned that around and said, well, but, you know, Trump has settled cases for decades. Oh, yeah. Dating back to the, the racist, uh, uh, um, discrimination, discrimination. at his apartment complex. With his dad. So can yeah. we infer then that, uh, that he's he, guilty, that he's guilty of all those things that he settled? And, and the way she definitely, I mean, it was a little uncomfortable for a moment, but she definitely kind of spun that logic around and spun that logic. I mean, she's good. She lies through her teeth. Yes, I, I don't disagree. She's a horrible person to she's be sure. She's horrible, but, but she's, she's really good. good at being horrible. Yeah, she's very, very effective at being and, a horrible and person. To, and, but it's effective against the fucking uninformed, ill-informed, uh, uneducated voters who who don't bother to pay attention. Who just hear the shit that she says and they like, oh, yeah, she makes a lot of sense. (laughs) And they don't bother following up on any of this shit. That's that's why she's so effective at her job. Mm. Yeah, I think she's a pretty terrible human being. Oh, she – I no doubt. Oh, yeah. Definitely agree. All right. Let's continue the video. In the next six to eight, they could ask who she could give whom the go ahead. Yesterday, to, all over the Sunday shows, we could Hillary Clinton is, is holding could, all the cards here. She can call Huma, I can call Huma, really? but that she'll take my call. You could just ask Huma what's on there. You can ask Anthony Weiner what's on there. But secondly, and most importantly, they are now trying to politicize the FBI. I saw Hillary Clinton at one of her rallies yesterday. Uh, encouraging Comey the booze is politicizing the FBI. What's that? Yeah. Comey is politicizing the FBI. Yeah, he he acted. He did it himself. He acted outside of FBI policy against the advisement of his boss, possibly yeah. illegally, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a violation of the Hatch Act of the yep. Hatch Act. But if you know, if nothing, you know, I give him. I'm a little sympathetic because he's he's stuck between rock and a hard place. He either, is like I th- I do not envy his position at all. Either he does this now, or he didn't do it now, and he it came out after the election that oh two weeks ago we had these email things, and then he's accused of hiding then, it, and yeah. then he's accused of hiding it from, and then the Republicans are yeah are I don't I don't neck. envy that poor fucker's position at all. But that being said, he is definitely politicizing it because the FBI has an open investigation about uh Trump and his connection to Russia and Paul Manafort yeah, yeah. and uh, and his connections with Russia which he hasn't released anything about he doesn't release anything about that the email thing but he, then releases, he releases the email stuff yeah. he releases just without even having any information but the Trump Russia connection and their investigation of that 
they don't release anything. I also read an article, and it came through Snopes, about tr- uh, Trump deleting his emails and destroying servers. Oh, I heard about that. Uh, that were stuff that were supposed to be collected against cases against him for the fraud stuff and yeah. everything else. That he's been doing the same thing. He's been destroying his emails and servers and paper trail to basically so that, nope, you can't get the evidence. Sorry, gone. So and and on top of that, I mean, Comey didn't bring charges against against Hillary for you know last summer with the investigation, but in in the same breath, when he says I'm not bringing charges, he spends what ten fifteen minutes uh, talking about what a horrible person Hillary is. Yeah, which again is is against standard. DAs don't usually do that. They don't say I'm not bringing. Murder charges against John Smith, but you know he's a horrible father. He's a horrible person. X, Y, and Z did this, did this, yeah. did this, but we just can't prove it, so we're not bringing charges. The job is not you to know? defame a person; it's to be like, okay, we investigated and we couldn't find any. Just the facts, so, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't envy him because he's he's going to get nailed one way or the other. But but he is clearly being partisan in in his approach to all of this. It sure looks like he is. So, like you said, I mean, not talking about anything with the Russian investigation and Trump. But. Yeah, and and the reality is, it's never going to end. Yeah, because if so, Hillary wins, Comey loses his job because because not because Hillary won, but no, because he's in, he's in a tenured position. She can't remove him, but he can be removed if he violated the Hatch Act. Uh, yeah, true. Okay, if he violated the Hatch Act, um, he he can be removed. So if he is removed. Because of that, then Republicans are going to be up in arms yeah. because they're going to say, "Oh, well, you know, they're they're it's political retribution they for went what on he a witch did hunt. against yeah. Hillary and all that." Or if he's not removed, then Hillary has to work with an FBI director who who is has against blatantly uh, partisan bias against her. Yeah, so she might even just disregard anything he has to say and go to his second or third and and just kind of you know push him out of the loop altogether yeah which is going to make him totally ineffective which is going to raise the ire of the republicans as well i mean this shit's never going to end every single step is politicized these days everything mm-hmm. all right more of the video hey uh, encouraging the booze for Jim Comey. Not only is that a, a complete about face, but it's a very dangerous precedent to have somebody who was Secretary of State, First Lady, U.S. Senator, wants to be President of the United States, and indeed Commander in Chief, uh, encouraging people to boo. I like. It's dangerous to encourage people to boo, but it's not dangerous to question the very foundation of our democracy, which is fair and free elections. Yeah. Yeah. That's not dangerous. Well, Why isn't where, she calling out her where, fucking candidate for doing that? And where was Kellyanne when when the Republicans were booing Comey last summer for not bringing charges? Yeah. In fairness, in fairness, your candidate, your your candidate has called for her to go to jail and has suggested that if he wins, he's putting her in jail. And and, and, and where are we now? Where are we now? That she's going to be in her second FBI investigation. Those friends you know under one not FBI second. investigation, not, let alone it's two. Not it's a, the same one. It's the same they investigation. They didn't even close it. 
Investigation. Rose Friends, you know, under one FBI investigation, let alone two, do we think this is normal? I think people have been asking the, the right questions about the wrong candidate. Who really is unqualified? Who's unfit Trump. to be president? Trump. Who, Trump. who has shown what they would do with our national security information? Trump. Who has shown it's always about her and her petty, peevish political Look, self? My understanding is that Trump. It, if Trump was a her, it would be, it would be Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Political Look, self. My understanding is that no matter who wins, either we're going to be dealing with the email issue after after this. If she if she's the president, if Donald Trump is the president, he's got the the, the child uh, uh, rape case that's going to happen that was just given oh, a come date. On. No, I'm just saying you, like, would, you would analogize. I'm, the two. I'm just suggesting that analogize the two. She used the private email server. He raped a teenage girl. That's different. Or he's accused of it anyway. The- yeah, she's she, she. Oh my God, Jesus. she she just basically said the false that, equivalency that 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 being accused of child rape is a lesser offense than deleting emails. Yes, Christ Almighty. That no matter who is in the White White House and with a smile on her face, yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, a dismissive smile and a shake of the head, like, "Oh, well, please, you've got to be kidding me." She went to smile school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just suggesting that that no Give matter who is in the White White House, we're going to have legal. Actually, to ask you where his taxes are. The, well, that's a whole Whoa. separate issue. But we're going to have legal cases on both. Uh, uh, for, that is for such a ridiculous. I'm sorry, I got to jump in. That is such a ridiculous conflation equation. Respectfully, and I mean that's to, to talk about to just throw the rape word in there. What's well, what it is? Say, when we've got 650,000 emails based on an active investigation of Huma Abedin's pedophilia husband, because on, she's texting. What does that got to do with who Hillary? Yeah, who isn't fucking Hillary? Did Hillary? introduce the children to wiener she well just, that, that sounds weird is, is she the pimp <laughs> I and, mean, well what? and I, kellyanne conway just said that donald trump being accused of child rape is 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 irrelevant is irrelevant not even irrelevant but that it's it's disgusting that this reporter would even mention that and then she mentions anthony wiener yeah who and is not benefit. running for president nope. nor has he even been accused of of uh, of teenage rape. rape just sending photographs of, to of underage sex, to, of, of sexting, sexting. Yeah. yeah as far as i know that's the only charge well sexting but it was to an underage to an underage yeah. girl yeah but as far as I know, and you know, if you want to talk about equivalency, I mean, sexing an underage girl, not good. No, no. But big difference from that yes. to to raping a teenager. Yes. Uh huh. A fifteen-year-old, thirteen-year-old, however old she was. She's a pretty terrible person. <laughs> Seeing pictures of himself to some fifteen-year-old girl in North Carolina. I think that's just ridiculous. You, you mentioned. Jesus. Christ. Whoa. What was that? That was Keith Olbermann, my oh. hero. Oh, I love Olbermann. The the closer. I need to watch. I have. I I've been. I've gotten behind on my so watching I. of the closer episodes. <laughs> Honestly, I I remember the closer when you post the closer, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh shit, yeah, Olbermann, the closer. So I watch what you post, and then I catch up. The next rant will start right after this. And, you know, it's great to watch, entertaining, too, to watch the Republican, uh, uh, Republican Party and the right-wing media try to retroactively undo what they themselves have been creating for the last 35 years, you know, but, but it's, it's too late. It's too late. 
That's America's id. It's out of the bottle. They're desperately trying to tamp it back in, like get that thing, but but it's out there and it's fucking rampaging all over America. And, and, you know, you you can't spend every single day for seven and a half fucking years telling these people that your president is a communist Muslim from Kenya who hates America and wants to destroy it and not expect this to be the result. What the fuck? Of course. Of course people are pissed off. Yeah. This was just announced. I I, I just read it, so I can't confirm it's true, but apparently his campaign has taken away his Twitter. In In the last two days, they... They had so little confidence in his self-control, they said, we're just going to take away your Twitter. Now, if, if somebody can't handle a Twitter account, they can't handle the nuclear codes. If somebody starts tweeting at 3 in the morning because SNL made fun of you, then you can't handle the nuclear codes. The reason I think so many people like to go to Donald Trump gatherings is because it allows them the opportunity to finally go to a white power rally without all the guilt, you know? And you can say what you want about Donald Trump. Personally, I think he's clantastic. I really do. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. All right, so the last story of the evening this evening. Will make us smile. This evening. The last story of the evening this This evening. evening. No, allow myself to introduce myself. (laughs) That was a little Austin Powers for you. All right, so we're going to finish with... Just 11 more days. Here are seven things that will make you smile after Trump, hopefully, loses this god-awful election. This comes to us from Raw Story. Yeah. So it says that by now we at Raw Story's OMG, is this still happening desk? (laughs) Feel fairly confident in saying that everyone in the country is ready for this election to be over. Like a long, ugly, particularly persistent panic attack, the constant parade of outrages, Assaults to common sense and blatant absurdities have left many Americans feeling psychologically battered, overstimulated, and stuck with a feeling of creeping dread and horror that won't go away. Here is a list of a few things to look forward to that should hopefully help you get through the last awful days before we drive a stake through the heart of the 2016 election and watch it crumble to ashes. Number seven. Pardon me getting choked up thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) what are we gonna do fewer surrogates on the tv as media matters as carlos maza noted trump's army of double talking campaign surrogates (coughs) kelly conway (coughs) have committed vicious crimes against rational thought the english language and the profession of journalism by becoming the tv equivalent of face hugger baby aliens (laughs) <laughs> i was wondering what that gif was playing for now i get it but but let's let's hope that that the effect of her is not the birth of uh, an alien this is sprouting true out of, the, out of the midsection of the country yes 
Number six, goodbye Tofu Palin. <laughs> Worthless media sop Jill Stein will return to obscurity for another four years and go back to band practice oh, and God. showing up at other people's birthday parties to demand a share of the presents. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt sometime in 2020 she will reemerge smiling blandly and warning us all about the hidden dangers of supermarket laser scanners contaminating our food. Those are horrible. I have every faith that Jill Stein will run again as a liberal spoiler against President Hillary Clinton and have another go at selling shiny, substance-free, feel-good eyewash politics to liberals that the way Sarah Palin serves them to the right. She's she's the Ron Paul. She's the Paul family of she, the Green Movement. Jill Stein bothers me so fucking much I mean, and many, her how, supporters. How many times did Ron Paul run? What what uh, bothers uh, me about uh, Jill Stein supporters you. is that they 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 mean well. They think they're doing good, but they don't know jack shit about what their fucking yeah. candidate actually says or stands for, and think that Jill Stein, because she hasn't been vetted for thirty fucking years, yeah, if she were vetted, if she were vetted for thirty fucking years, would be as squeaky clean as they view her now, and she would not be. Yeah. I can guarantee you that she has more than a few skeletons in her closet yeah. were she to be vetted for 30 fucking years yeah. Yeah, no doubt. as a politician. I actually have, you, a, have you seen the music videos? Oh, uh, I have. Uh, I've heard unfortunately, about them. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I actually had a friend. Or, or even beyond Jill Stein or that the Green Party in general deserves the seat at the head, the, the head seat at the table. Mm -hmm. When they have no interest at all in governing the country, they don't hold any seats in Congress. They don't hold any seats at the state level, governors, uh, state legislatures, anything like that. They have no interest in yeah. – they're, they're like that, that cocky, arrogant college graduate who graduated BYU with – with a bachelor's in business and, and is only applying to be the CEO of a company and will not accept anything <laughs> less. Of, of a Fortune 500 Of a company. Fortune 500 yeah. company. That's, that's what the Green Party is right now. They have no – even the Libertarian Party, at least they have some interest in governing. They have positions at local, state, and, and federal levels. The Green Party has no interest in governing other than the presidency, yeah. and they disappear every four years. Number five, people return to not giving two shits about WikiLeaks. Thank God. <laughs> Wanky, Links has, Wanky Leaks has played an invaluable role in getting John Podesta's risotto recipe and Land's End <laughs> recipes out to the world, as well as revealing the hidden hypocrisies and credit card numbers of elite Democratic donors who committed the heinous crime of supporting a Democratic candidate for president. <gasps> don't Gasp and clutch pearls. Don't forget the, the singer of Blink-182's Alien, alien Conspiracies. <laughs> Did you see that? No, yeah. him at well and, and John, what what the fuck is his name from Corn, the lead singer of Corn? Oh. He's a fucking right-wing lunatic oh, he conspiracy is. nut. Well, I guess the one of the guys from Blink-182, I think it was the singer from Blink-182, was emailing Hillary Asking her to like release the truth about aliens and having alien conversations with her. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I want the truth about Area Fifty One and our life extending technologies. Pretty much. <laughs> Beyond that, however, Julian Assange's radically transparent organization has failed to move the U.S. election much one way or the other. Maybe when he gets his internet privileges back from his Ecuadorian hosts, Assange can send out some resumes for temp jobs or IT positions. 
That's that's even, right. Even even Bill Maher is is turning against Assange. Yeah, and he he was a huge supporter of him, but just on his last show, he was not hugely turning against him, but he was saying Assange has lost his way. Mm-hmm. That's that's the way he phrased it. Yeah, that that Assange is not living up to what what Bill Maher wanted him to be. So now people always get him and the other guy confused all the time. Snowden, Who? Snowden, Assange? oh Assange and Snowden. Yeah. Like, I've always been behind Snowden because I think when he did it, he did it for the right reasons and tried to control what got leaked. Or Assange was like, I'm just giving you every fucking thing. Mm, I, I don't I think agree. it could be argued Snowden, against Snowden also. Snowden, Snowden downloaded a bunch of shit from a hard drive and handed it over to the media. He I, he didn't he didn't vet any of it. He just handed it all, and he trusted what's his name he, from the Guardian, whichever. Um, yeah, because I know he said, "Hey, I had a trusted source that knew not to release certain things." So he was trusting a lot in that person. But yeah, Glenn Greenwald. Um, no, I I don't I, I respectfully I I don't agree. I I think he he was just an opportunist who downloaded a bunch of shit and handed it over uh, to Glenn Greenwald. And then Washington Post, I think he handed over to, and trusted them to figure it out. So, which is essentially what Assange did. Hmm. But that's uh, that's my interpretation of what happened. I I didn't see anywhere where Snowden actually vetted or limited what he handed over. He just handed over the whole thumb drive. But that's my my recall. Yeah, that's my recall of of what happened. Hmm. Number four, the Trump brand is ruined forever. Yes. <laughs> sensing the shift, <laughs> sensing the S-I-S-H-I apostrophe, er, yeah, parentheses, parentheses F-T, so sensing the shit, shit. Shift, shift in the wind, Trump Hotels Inc. CEO Eric Danzinger ala- announced last week, the new hotels built by the company will not have the word Trump in the name, <laughs> but will rather be called Scion Hotels. So now I'll know not to stay at Scion Hotels either. Or to buy one of their cars. Danzinger <laughs> rightly foresees that in the wake of Donald Trump's hateful, time-wasting, money-hemorrhaging disaster of a losing presidential campaign, the Trump brand is about to become completely toxic around the world. Women are already boycotting Ivanka Trump's clothing line and the stores that sell it. Bookings are down at Trump hotels around the globe. In his grasping, sweaty palm drawn at the, brig, at the big brass ring, Donald Trump has made himself into a global punchline. Yay! Well, his his new hotel in D.C. I mean, they're the, the, they're the practically whatever they're, they're practically giving away the rooms. Yeah, I, no, I mean, relative to the other hotels. Oh, yeah. Well, I even I heard mean, that their bookings are hugely down at, at yeah. his brand that, new D.C. hotel. Are they down big league? Bigly, yeah, yeah, and that's the hotel he kept raving about in the uh, debates. Yeah, but even his Trump hotel, I heard they had cut back uh, the rates fifty yeah. percent, and are still can't even get half booked. Yeah, so that's that's wonderful. That's encouraging. But he's got a new TV name. Yeah, yeah, it's we're, gonna fail. We'll, we'll get there. Number yeah. three, no more Donald Jr. and Eric Trump. Yeah, please. There's an old Southern saying that I just made up that goes, quote, <laughs> I love that. The little shit never falls far from the big asshole. <laughs> that could not be clearer when you observe these two slicked up morons on camera babbling with the slightly wild eyed, sweaty faced vehemence of college sophomores with his fist, 
with his first ever eight ball of cocaine all to himself. Like a pair of terranium-raised grubs dressed in matching serial killer haircuts and aggressively tight collars, Eric and Donald Jr. show us that while inherited wealth can make a person spoiled, useless and ridiculous, inherited inherited wealth can make you into a good example of why aliens should reduce the Earth's surface to molten glass. <laughs> just kill everything, just kill every living thing and start over in a couple million years. They they really do remind me of, of what's his name from American Psycho? Uh, Christian Bale? Yeah, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Because he did have his hair slicked back, always wearing well, a suit I, and always I proper. Mean, not just and, a hair, but just a whole demeanor. The, yeah. Everything about them. He's better than just, everyone else. Yeah. And they're fucking idiots. Yeah. That the little t- shit never falls far from the big <laughs> asshole. They, they, what, Eric, Eric or uh, Trump Jr. does the, uh, that photo op with the uh, Latino? Who was like, oh, yeah. who was wearing a Latino against Trump, Trump shirt in Mexican <laughs> and or Spanish he was, or in Spanish? Uh, yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> it was it was in Mexican, right? I believe it was that was appropriate. I mean, I looked at it; it looked like it was in Mexican to me. <laughs> part of it was in American, and part of it was in Mexican. <laughs> Texarkana, I don't know, whatever. Um. Yeah, and then he thought, yeah, he's like all happy yeah. with his wife and all that. And, and they yeah. were protesters, and they, got, and they were they, everybody loved them. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, they're fucking morons. Number two, hello, Trump TV. Uh. A lot of people I know have been wringing their hands about Trump's plan to launch his own network with the help of Breitbart.com CEO Steve Bannon. Allow me to try and put whatever fears you may you may be harboring to rest. Trump TV is going to be a disaster. A cartwheeling fireball of failure. Everything else that the notoriously feckless businessman with the attention span of a particularly stupid fruit fly has turned his tiny orange hand to has ended up in flames on the side of the road or lodged in bankruptcy court. Equally kooky right-wing howler monkey Glenn Beck is currently watching his glorious dream for a far-right TV network burn down around his ears. It will be fun and exciting to watch Trump TV do the same once the former Apprentice star stops paying his employees and the whole mess devolves into chaos, just like Trump Airlines, Trump Steaks, Trump Ice Bottled Water, and Trump Short-Lived Lifestyle Magazine. I never knew about those last two. How long will the network actually the broadcast? Will the lights actually go out during a broadcast? How much damage will Trump TV inflict on Fox News before it folds? These questions make me, in the words of Rocky Horror Picture Show's Frank and Furter, quiver with <laughs> anticipation. Patient. Well, YouTube is free. Yeah, it is. YouTube but is free. It's, well, uh, that's where he's going to upload a show to, right? I don't it's, know. It's the only network that'll allow him to do because they don't discriminate against. Or, the or, or he'll follow the Glenn Beck model. He just, just make his own website. Just do you know the Blaze is a fully online thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's not succeeding. That's the only place where I can see him actually getting uh, anywhere is online, and that's not going to go anywhere. Aside from that blonde ditzy bitch who just keeps showing up <laughs> yeah. all over Facebook, but oh, you're talking about Tony, whatever Tony. Yeah, yeah. Tony, God, oh, she talk about. I mean, she's fucking. Uh, what's her name? The the other blonde ditzy bitch. Um, ah, now I can't remember her name either. <laughs> it's the, okay, they're conservative. Women. <laughs> <laughs> uh. The the, the yeah you know, the the hard right wing we were talking about earlier. Um, Michelle Malkin? No, the other one, the blonde one. 
Oh, Coltergeist? Oh, Coulter. Uh, Ann Coulter. She's like, she's like Ann Coulter on steroids. Uh, yeah. That, the, the, this new one from the blaze. Yeah. Oh, she is horrible. Oh, awful. And lastly, the number one thing that will make you smile after <laughs> Trump loses this god awful election, less Donald Trump, period. It made me smile. For better or Hallelujah. worse, <laughs> for better or worse, once he loses the election, Trump will probably be a regular fixture in the media for a few weeks, but eventually we will see less and less of his bloated orange face and hear less and less of his horrible, whiny, overgrown eight year old's voice and his puny two hundred word vocabulary. That reminds me Listener Dave Morris yeah. and I were going back and forth on the size of Donald no, Trump's no, vocabulary. Vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Dave said he figured it can't be any more than 40,000. And I said, probably less than that. I would say maybe around 30,000. And then he said, eh, it's probably even less than that. So. <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump is an ass. <laughs> Sorry, I saw the word ass. ass. I figured that's where they were going. Yeah. Donald, more Trump- <laughs> Donald Trump is an assault on the senses. Satirist H. H. L. Mencken could have been talking about Trump when he described the writing of President Warren G. Harding. "Quote: It reminds me of a string of wet sponges. It reminds me of tattered washing on the line. It reminds me of stale bean soup, of college yells, of dogs barking idiotically through endless nights." It is so bad that a sort of grandeur creeps into it. It drags itself out of the dark abyss, the dark abysm of pish and crawls insanely up to the topmost pinnacle of posh. It is rubble. It is rumble and bumble. It is flap and doodle. It is balder and dash. I bet Trump would think 80% of the words in that, that paragraph aren't even words. <laughs> <laughs> he is an affront to the eyes with his bizarre skin colors, hideous hair and boxy suits. His me first, you're a poopy head style of debate and oration <laughs> is an assault on the mind. One can only imagine the horror endured by the dozens of women who Trump has groped, grabbed, and inappropriately touched. His little hands, one guesses, are probably constantly clammy and feel like hot, damp starfish through your clothes. A word has, and word has it, that he wears so much overpriced cologne that he's even offensive to the nose. <laughs> All of this, yes. All of it will eventually go away. Trump will no doubt have a big baby meltdown, tantrum on November 9th, and then slowly and steadily go gently into that good night as he retreats to ideologically friendly outfits like Trump TV and wherever Sean Hannity will be setting up a card table and an iPhone camera. <laughs> Selling pencils out of a cup, as Hitch would say. I'm not sure he's going to go. He will go quietly into the night, but he'll go into the night. <laughs> Above all, chickens, we at Raw Story would like to remind you that this election will end. While a part of your mind may be shrilly screaming and crouching in the corner of your skull, convinced that we have all died and this is hell, one day soon we will be able to go a full 24 hours at a time without hearing, talking about, or even thinking about Donald Trump. Blessed be. Good luck and take care of yourselves. And I, I would I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, once once he's gone... He's he's gonna he's gonna be around in the media, but only relative to each case that we've talked about already. Or in about five years, he'll be in the media for flying a sign on the side of the freeway with his two sons asking for hair gel. Well, or that. So this I show, mean, you know, the N- NBC has already dropped him. NBC, yeah. and they're they're the not going to have him no back. more. Yeah. Um, uh, no, the, no the other beauty pageants gonna, dropped him. He no lost all that. Yeah. So yeah, he's his, he's gonna fade away into obscurity. His his hotels are failing. His name is going down. Yeah, and even they uh, had a listing of all of his uh, 
ownings of his property ownings. Yeah. And it was something like $3.8 billion worth is what they're valued at. Mm. But this year alone, he's lost over $800 million uh, combined with all of his property assets. Yeah. So losing that much money, it doesn't take long to lose $3.4 billion or whatever it was, dollars. Mm-hmm. When he's lost nearly a billion this year alone. Well, he lost nearly a billion during the t- the one tax filing yeah. that we've actually yeah. seen. But now that that pe- made him a genius, though. So maybe if he loses almost four billion, hey, he'll be super genius. But with his name losing traction, people aren't going to be as willing to invest back into him as they were before. Yeah, God, I hope not. And that's and that's where the rebranding comes in. And yeah, I mean, financially, I'm sure he'll be fine. He'll survive financially, but yeah. I'm, I'm the asshole who wants to see him fail financially. Well, and how many so times has, has his corporation filed bankruptcy? Yeah. He's been fine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll hear off and on over the next six to 12 months about the rape thing, about the, the Trump University. Yeah. We still pending things about his uh, nonprofit mm-hmm. and, and about how he bought himself shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we still have that case that's coming up in New six, York for that six-foot photo, six-foot uh, portrait Painting, of himself. Yeah. He donated one of his biggest donations was uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to fix up a fountain outside a Trump Trump building from his foundation. Donating Trump Foundation money to uh, pay off fucking people. O'Keefe. O'Keefe for that hit video. Ah, uh, the Veritas Foundation. Yeah. Uh, Trump paid O'Keefe out of nonprofit funds. Yeah. The, the, uh, um, oh, the, the, uh, state, um, AGs, mm-hmm. they paid off and all that. So all those cases will one by one come up and we'll hear it in the news. And I also found it funny that Trump's been saying he's going to put more money into his election these last 10 days. Yet I just saw an ad on Facebook where his son was asking for people to donate because they need $10 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not, Melania will disappear. The boys will disappear. Um, well, Melania disappearing is going to take a lot of money from Trump's pocket when she divorces him. Uh, Ivanka will probably still be around because she thinks up. she thinks she's still relevant. But um, yeah, Donald Trump said that he loves the poorly educated because he appeals to the poorly educated. His words, not mine. Although they're mine also. They are mine as well. But If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. Well, really quick, lastly... Uh, something that we haven't covered yet, but happened recently. Jack Chick, the fundamentalist Christian who started the Chick Tracts, died at the age of 92. And I say good riddance. <laughs> this is yet another one of the people who spent his, spent the majority of his life poisoning the minds of young people through what should be innocent cartoon representations of of things they would ordinarily find fun or entertaining or interesting and warning them of the threats of eternal damnation in hell for the simple act 
for for several different acts of everyday of being an everyday human being. Hmm. I I I know there are a lot of atheists out there who say that speaking ill of the dead after they're gone is bad. I would have said the same shit while he was around. Yeah. They say things like the only thing that you can do now is harm his relatives. Well, I would have been saying the same things that would have harmed his relatives while he was alive. I don't fucking care. He's dead and I'm glad. He's no longer around to poison the minds of people. I would I would assume that the shit he started will continue on and I think that's a travesty and and something that I would like to see go away as 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 Jack Chick has gone away. I definitely agree. I bad people die and and I don't think there's any And I don't think that's something that we should feel bad about celebrating. I don't think we should nope. be, you know, <laughs> fucking Hitler died. Yay. I you know, fucking Stalin, Mao Zedong, you know, uh, Scalia. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, they're they're evil fucking people who a ton of poisonous personalities who who would who exercised control over the lives of millions of other people. I celebrate when they are no longer around to do so. Yeah. So, I know that there are some people who would disagree with me on that, and that's fine. You can do it your way. I'll do it mine, and we can still be friends, and that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank okay. you, thank you all for tuning in. This show will be released no later than Monday, November eighth. Maybe earlier if I have some time that I can get it out earlier. You mean Monday, November seventh? Yes, sorry, Monday, <laughs> November seventh. So if it is not until then that you hear this, go out. If you haven't done so yet, please. go out and vote. Oh, please vote. vote. Go out tomorrow on Tuesday and vote. If I release it earlier, make sure that you have either turned in your mail-in ballot or you've done your early voting or that you drag your ass to the fucking polls and vote on Tuesday. This is a very important election. Not just it's, at the top of the ticket. It's just at the top. It's more important at the yeah, bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, Hillary probably isn't going to win Utah. And no. and it doesn't really matter whether it swings McMullen or Trump in Utah because it's not going to swing anything either way. But the bottom of the ticket definitely counts in Utah, especially when we get around uh, 2020 and, and the census and we start talking about redistricting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and throughout the U.S., it, it matters. Your vote matters. Politicians would not spend billions of dollars every election cycle if your vote did not fucking matter. Yeah. Don't listen to George Carlin or the cynics or the or the people who tell you that you shouldn't vote or that your don't or that your vote doesn't matter. Your vote fucking matters. That's how people get elected. Your vote is what puts them into office. Your vote your non vote is what puts people who don't represent your views into office. Get off your ass and get out to the fucking polls. Please. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us again tonight, Grant. I appreciate it oh, so yeah. much. Anytime. Always a pleasure to Anytime. have you on the show. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. I love you guys. Love you, you too. You're awesome. Thank you so much for coming out. <laughs> Happy Halloween. I hope everybody had a great yeah. Halloween. Have fun. Fantastic week. And hopefully uh, by two shows from now, we won't be... Worrying about we can get a back global apocalypse. Yeah. We can back, get back to uh, we won't atheism. Be, we won't be speaking Russian. Yeah. <laughs> or, or that. Yeah. Or, or worrying about seeing mushroom clouds off in the distance. Yeah. So. yeah. Until next week, be safe, everybody. Be kind. And we'll chat at you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You can totally hear that licking. <laughs> 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 <It's> like... <laughs>
No, speaking of creepy, you don't have your porn stash anymore. You just now noticed that? <laughs> I did. I did. What What prompted you to shave it off? These things are fucking itchy. <laughs> you had a porn stash? Yeah. It did. It was disgusting. Oh, okay. <laughs> and did you mute the computer? I sure as shit did. <laughs> Let's try that again. You were supposed to say, say bye. <laughs> Something. <laughs>